And Butterfinger is hard to suck. It's just not a good sucking candy. So <laughs> it's not a good sucking candy, man. Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by Cinema Sins. Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of Cinema Sins. I'm Aaron Dyster, and I'm joined as always by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Danae Hughes. Finger guns. <laughs> we write for Cinema Sins and TV Sins and do various other things inside the Cinema Sins universe as well. Uh- are you ashamed of the finger guns, Danae? You're putting your <laughs> no, head I just, down. I just, I just realized that Danae is going to do more visual stuff because there's actually people watching us. So okay. All that, right. Okay. Let's that's just get be this more out fun of the for way listeners. right at the start. Shall we? We are live on video to our amazing Sin Club members. Uh, thank you so much for uh, tuning in to the members who are tuning in. If you want to be a part of that, you absolutely can. Uh, all you have to do is go be a Sin Club member at our Patreon, patreon.com slash cinemasins. It is for the peeper level and up, which is $10 a, a month. And we do plan on doing this um, most weeks. I'm, you know, I. We, we plan on doing it all weeks, but who knows what might happen uh, a week or here when we need to change I things up. I have a dental up or... appointment coming up. Right, exactly. Oh my gosh, I did have time, a dental but... appointment. Let's talk about that. Is it sure, time Danae. to get distracted on the show? <laughs> <laughs> Just if I, could, if I could finish my thought, that's the only thing. So No, go ahead. Go ahead. So we will have a live video audience, and I am here. To promise you, our dear podcast listener, that we will continue to make sure this show is amazing for you and not do a bunch of vi- visual things that you can't pick up on because there are people watching visually. I am here yeah. to corral that. So, Danae did finger guns, which I think we mentioned, and that is, that is why we're talking about it. I know you did. You did good. Oh, no, you did great. You did great. You did absolutely great. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, so, yes, today, tell us about your dental appointment. No, I'm not really going to do that. I did get a, I did get a message on Twitter uh, from a con- – I'm not going to say that they were a concerned listener, but it seemed like they could have been a concerned listener. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To the, the the tune of something like, so now when you go live, will the show still sound the same for those of us who aren't watching live? Mm-hmm. And the answer is yes. Yes. It will still sound the same. The outtakes will be at the end, and the format all remains the same. It's just – I get to be even more distracted. <laughs> Listen, you know, they're just you know, some and I'm things... also worried for Jonathan because Jonathan is uh I'm not looking I, I at can you. distract Jonathan instantly. Like I I was just showing the chat something. To me, I can do this and just stay focused. Mm-hmm. Then I'm worried about Jonathan being like, What is that? <laughs> like I know Aaron can ignore it, but I don't think Jonathan can. Just, so I'm not I'm just not gonna look at you. I'm not looking. <laughs> Stuff. I'm sh- yeah. So it'll be it'll be different in that um we we might have to make some rules about what we can and well, cannot do. I, and yeah, and rules always go over so well with you, Danae. And <laughs> so well, I mean, yeah. right after Aaron said it won't be visual stuff, Danae's specifically doing a visual. She's like, "Look, look." <laughs> <laughs> but see, we don't have to talk about it on the podcast. It just can happen that we just oh, right, gotcha. right, yes. As long Correct. as I don't say, "Hey, there's a flower." We're <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, exactly that. That is yeah. exactly right. That so, is exactly well, right. So it will sound different in that we're getting used to it, but ultimately it'll be the same show. So Absolutely. That is the goal, and I am here to make sure that happens. So whoosh, let's get into this inside scoop. That was that was a whip in case. Yeah. Whoosh, in see, case see listener, visually Aaron whipped, but we're not getting <laughs> onto him, are we? No. What's he building in there? I've got a secret. I've got a secret. Pay no attention to that man. 
to take a look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, how we felt about the stuff we are sending in general. Uh, kicking it off with Commercial Sins, Butterfinger, The Simpsons one from 1988. We were all wee lads and lasses. And uh, pre, pre-Simpsons, right? Because that was, what, 90, I think, when that... What? What do you mean pre-Simpsons? Well, so, okay, it... so The Simpsons started off they were shorts on, on Tracy Ullman, um, Tracy, Tracy Ullman show. So right. that would have probably been around this time, but I'm saying the actual, the Simpsons. No, you just blew my mind yeah. to realize how early this was in the Sim because Simpsons came out in 89. Yeah. 89. So that's right. If this, yeah. if this commercial came out in 88, you are absolutely right. That you they, just no, blew they, my mind, Jonathan. I did not realize this was before remember. Simpsons go, became Jonathan. a thing. I remember these commercials were before that. I like at least wow. these early ones because I wow. remember when the show came out and I was like, "Oh, it's the it's the characters from the Butterfinger commercial." So because yeah. I didn't watch Tracy Ullman, so. that's wild. Oh, that's interesting. Like, oh wow, someone who's on a commercial could have their own <laughs> TV show. Like, Two Can Sam, where's your show? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where's my uh, Tony the Tiger flow from Progressive I- coming this fall? <laughs> Oh, uh, do you remember the caveman show? By the way, the Geico caveman. Do you remember? Oh, this? that's right. This is an this is an example of that. They did they did a caveman show based on the Geico commercials. It didn't that's last right. very long. No, it was terrible. It was absolutely I, terrible. You watched it? I did. Well, that was back in the day when I would watch yeah. almost every three episodes of almost every new show that came out. I was doing a thing wow. for my website back in the day called the Three Up Test, and oh, I would watch gotcha. all the new stuff for three episodes and then give them ratings and and say which ones I was sticking with. That's um, funny. I remember so, the yeah. first year of TV sends because we started in the fall and we had the Twitter account. So I was like, I'm going to watch every pilot <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm going to tweet about them. And yeah. I did watch every pilot. I didn't tweet that much because there wasn't a lot to talk about because they were yeah. all terrible. But uh, uh, Wow. Just blew my mind, Jonathan, right off the bat. Uh, that's pretty welcome. incredible. So yeah, this was before The Simpsons show came out. Uh, this was an Atkinson script. Uh, Chris writing on this one. Today, what did Chris have to say about uh, this commercial? The Simpsons Butterfinger commercial back in 1988 was the start of a long line of them that ran for years. This one was Bart trying to convince Milhouse that there is a Butterfinger group in the four food groups. And it's a cartoon and a commercial. So finding stuff that's wrong is extra silly this time. I think it's funny to point out that Milhouse's lunch bag creates an echo when he says he doesn't have a Butterfinger group, as if the lack of Butterfingers would cause an echo in a paper bag and also that he had to even check the bag to make sure he didn't have one anyway probably my favorite thing i wrote was how bart talks in commercial speak and in our hypothetical i almost said hypothetical in our hypothetical sins world millhouse calls him out on it and says he would have sat next to nelson if he knew bart was going to be a commercial nice so uh how do we all feel about butterfinger uh as a as a candy bar i love butterfingers yeah there's one thing i don't there is a getting stuck in the teeth factor absolutely on certain candies and this is one that's on that spectrum it's on that scale because the compactness of the the butterfinger middle part the mm-hmm. crunchy middle part yes it definitely also compacts in your teeth so yeah it has the effort of trying to scoop out with your tongue mm-hmm. so you got to get fingernails in there you can't do it with this, your tongue no Yes, you can. No, yeah. You can't. So that's why. I yes, don't, you can. This is why I don't eat them because I, I hate yeah. that feeling. Uh, I like. I the can't flavor. get them out with my tongue. They taste what do you good, mean? but it gets, the tongue is the strongest muscle in the body. How can you not get it, it out of your teeth? Because it's buried in there. If you don't have something like that can it's get like under cement. there, my you know my t- my tongue is this wide, 
and like the gaps in my like maybe it's a size thing because my like my my tooth crevices are so you know huge and my my tongue can't like it has to be something thin to get under there and pull it out i don't know like, like a toothpick I, I, or something yeah like a toothpick I, or a, a fingernail or something like that yeah do i have a special tongue <laughs> is it is it razor thin <laughs> no i just feel like it's um it's really oh god i can already hear the comment uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm of, not even looking context, at live chat right uh, now out of context quote for the day <laughs> I know I had a few jokes pop up in my head. I'm not going to share, but uh, uh, yeah. No, I just I feel like I have a, a an ability to precisely like fold it and mold it so sure. that it kind of. Because I never have to use. I have no idea how toothpicks. you use your tongue. I have no idea. This that, has no idea. What, this has nothing to do with muscular like dexterity. Yeah. It, ha- it has. It has like, to do with the size. It's There's like just, it's like if concrete got stuck up in your tooth. <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, that's what it feels like. I mean, what about what about combining the tongue with the suction of being able to, you know, like <laughs> no suck stuff no. out of your teeth specifically? <laughs> stay on, stay focused. I, I think you want comments now. I think you just... no, no. This when you get stuff out of your teeth, it's like a combination. I don't know. Of I'm a t- I'm an immediate toothpick guy. Like I I became my dad like five years ago. So toothpicks. yeah, I can get most things out from between my teeth. Out from like if it gets stuck in your gums, like that'll happen sometimes. Like I can do most of that internally, but not Butterfinger. Now, Butterfinger compacts to a place where you have to get industrial instruments to to get it out of there. So that's insane. Mm. I've literally never had to just resort to toothpicks and stuff, and I don't have things in my teeth all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I must be special. No, but you know what, though? Here's, here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. There yeah, are times when I will say things on this show that I'm feeling like maybe I'm abnormal. And then I'll get a comment later on from a listener being like, no, 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 no. I also can expertly use my tongue. Yeah, it might be Aaron and I are the weird ones. I can I can tie cherry stems into knots. You know, I can't. I can do a triple loop with my tongue. I can't do that. So, like, yeah, like, I can't, oh, I can't like, do no. that. I can do the normal, thing. like the, whatever the you call one it. The single yeah. loop. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, I my tongue do. dexterity is fine. Your turn, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> for, for the listener, we all just did our tongue shapes. Uh, That's right. All right. So I agree with Jonathan. I do not like eating Butterfinger, even though I kind of like the taste because of that. Um, in fact, even like caramels and stuff that get stuck in your teeth, I suck on those. Like I don't even chew them because I don't like stuff getting stuck in my teeth. And Butterfinger is hard to suck. It's just not a good sucking candy. So <laughs> it's not a good sucking candy, man. Isn't it's a terrible sucking candy? Uh, yeah. So yeah. So I have I have difficulty with Butterfingers. But I think I wish I had the... control of this edit. There's so much I could take out of context and <laughs> play around I with. Think on the TV sins. One, there's a sin about sugar daddies. Comparatively, mm-hmm. sugar yeah. daddies are way worse. Oh, agree. But you can 100%. suck those. But you can 100%. suck those. You can, but they're way you worse. You can, but they're so, so, so sticky. Like they can remove your teeth essentially. Let, let, no, let I, me be clear. I'm daddies. not trying to defend sugar daddies. I hate sugar daddies, yeah, but I, at least those I can like suck. What about the small ones though? Because there's di- oh we can do we can talk about this on TV sense. No, we're talking about it now. <laughs> there's the ones that are lollipop, you know, or like or yes, uh, yes, the ones that I know what are you're shown about. on the TV mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. those kinds, but then there's also like the little pellets, right? And you can just I like the little pellets. Yeah, you can just suck those down. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. totally. No. They make those with sugar daddies though, or is that a different? They do. Yeah. Is that a different candy? No, it's a it's do a they sugar call daddy them sugar version. Sugar babies. 
sugar babies. I can't, you might I can't remember that. if they call them that or not, but it's like it's like rabbit poop. I don't know. I'm scared to Google sugar babies visually. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about the commercial, um, which is funny enough. Uh, you already blew my mind with it, it that it comes before The Simpsons, but we can uh, we can get into the sins unless you guys have any other specific things you want to. No, we can't. They are called sugar babies, by the way. Nice, good pull, Aaron. Good pull. Uh, today, why don't you kick us off? Okay, sure. Yep, super ready for that. Um, the didn't pack anything. Or I love you. I liked that one. Mm-hmm. The end. <laughs> Jonathan, uh, I just had the. Uh, I thought speaking French uh, was I don't, that just caught me as, oui. as humorous. And why oui, does oui. nearly everyone have blue hair in this cafeteria? <laughs> that was really <laughs> a funny observation. The coloring choices of Matt Groening uh, are interesting. Uh, I liked if if I knew you were going to be a full on commercial when you came to school today. I sat next to Nelson instead. <laughs> it just made me laugh. Uh, and then, as previously mentioned, really resonated with the eating your butterfinger before your sandwich or banana uh, because of, you know, it's sticking in there and affecting the flavor of everything else. <clears throat> that one really spoke to I me. I liked that one. I felt, I felt very seen. All right, let's move into TV sins. We kicked it off with The Office drug testing. Uh, this was a Dicer Watkins script, Jonathan and I, writing on this one because we're never making Danae watch another episode of The Office again. <laughs> <laughs> because she hates this show. Um, I really like this episode. This is one of my fa- favorite episodes. Thank you. Thank you for that. You love what? What's that? That you that you have answered my cry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, you know, we can do it. Jonathan and I got it. Yeah, Every no, once it's in a while, fine. I feel I like I should it. challenge myself and, and say, no, 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 no. I can do it. I can push through. I'm a professional. Mm-hmm. And then I watch them and I just instantly get enraged. So it was nice to take an office break. Yeah. I kind of like this episode. I, this is this is one of my favorite uh, office episodes. I just think it's so uh, it was perfect. Funny. I think it's so perfect for D- the Dwight character to kind of be this representation of law enforcement and like it's just it works on a lot of levels uh, for me. Uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as uncomfortable as some of them are. Although I will say, and you wrote a really good scent about that, that the the uncomfortable aspect actually probably comes just from what's going on in the modern world mm-hmm. because. Even though this is supposed to be comedy about like the way Dwight, what he thinks authority is, mm-hmm. we now know a lot of people think that. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. or too many well, people think that. It's so. it's it's based on how authority can inherently lead to corruption. Like there, you yeah, know, yeah, for sure. And and it makes light of that. It brings humor to that in a way that makes it more palatable. But yeah, there's definitely something really true underneath there. Because that thing with the word the sin came when. Uh, with Oscar, right? When he says, mm-hmm. like, because Oscar went to Mexico, he could be a drug mule. And right. obviously that is a joke and it is kind of funny. But then you're like, holy crap. Like, how many people, like, legit yeah. think that when they right. hear something like that? And you're just yeah. kind of like, God, man. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I don't know. Yeah, That's I, the I, uncomfortable part. I, I really do dig this episode. Um, and uh, and overall, I think of the three of us, I think I like The Office the most. Am I right about that? I know oh, Danae yeah, hates yeah. it and you're you not a big seen- fan either. I'm not well. I don't. I don't hate it by any means. I. I just like I said. It just sometimes it's a little too uncomfortable for me. Like that kind of humor. Yeah. A little too cringe. Uh, I've seen a lot less episodes than you too. So you've seen the whole show, right? Yes. Yeah. I've. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I watched the whole thing as it happened. I've. I think I've seen like the first two seasons for the most part, and then maybe I've seen a scattering after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's about it. But uh, yeah. I mean, it's fine. It has really good episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, all right, let's get into the sins. Danae, you didn't write on this one, so you get to start us off. What do you got? 
I can do that. I wrote down two. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wrote down the urine um, one. Mm-hmm. The and bonus round? Or... Yeah. Okay. The, the urine bonus round okay. was yeah. unexpected. But once you, once you realize that there is a repetitive word or repetitive thing in what you're watching, it's so difficult to not... To, so mm-hmm. there's a there's one that's coming up. I can't tell you what it is because even though this is behind the scenes, I can't tell you about upcoming material. But there's one, uh, a movie that I'm sending, and there's this one noise that keeps happening over and over and over again. And I thought, oh my gosh, it'd be so fun to do a bonus round on this, mm-hmm. except for that it would be the most annoying bonus round in the history of bonus rounds. And also it would last forever because this noise happens way too much. So this was like the right side of that where you hear the same thing and it's just annoying enough that you can do a bonus round on it. So I really thought that was clever. And then also the, um, the spit that out and then the, he ate it and then kids, because mm-hmm. I, I just I, can relate. To this that. was the, this was the first time this is like really behind the scenes, but we changed our, uh, uh, the way we're doing our scripts. Uh, we changed our like format and stuff. Is that the best way to put it? I don't know. We just, we sure. do our scripts differently now. And this was the first time I think I had one I combined on where we had a bonus round. And what was bothering me was I didn't know where to put it. And I was like concerned because <laughs> it just looked so weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's just kind of funny that from a, like a technical standpoint, I was like, I don't, I don't know where to put this on the script. I'm very confused. And <laughs> I hope the editors don't hate me, but it turned out fine. So, yeah. Yeah. Yay. I think, and I think it was, it was missing for a while. Like, I don't think on the first edit, they even did the bonus round because it was still on the combine uh, tab at that point, and so then they oh, were. Oh, that's see, yeah, see, that got screwed. Yeah, yeah, and then they they figured that out. But um, yeah, I, I like it when there's a bonus round like this one where there's just you know a word like urine that just everybody seems to want to say every few <laughs> urine. seconds. Urine. Twenty urine. twenty-two minute show, and you've got twenty instances of the word urine. Uh, you're definitely doing something here. It's too much. And not urine. Urine. <laughs> you're urine. Correct. Correct. Urine. And it's like one of those words where if you say it Pee-pee. too many times, it gets even stranger. Yeah. 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 Uh, Danae, were you done then? Just the, yeah. the your one? Uh, Jonathan, what about you? Uh, I, I, Aaron actually added the last bit of this, which I thought was great, but I had the sexual role playing in the office and then Aaron added the last in the office <laughs> to, <laughs> to the end of that, which yeah. was perfect. Uh, and then wasting half a joint was one I loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't believe Aaron was the one that wrote that, but that was awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Listen, wedding or- I'm an efficient person. Huh? Yes, wedding. I'm an efficient person. I don't like wasting anything. <laughs> now, you would, if you were a joint smoker, you would never waste one. Correct. I would smoke the whole thing. Of course. Well, you can save them for, I don't know how I know this, but you can save them <laughs> for later. So I hear. So I hear. Uh, to be fair, this statistic does not account for the people already on cocaine while reading a book to their children. Uh, great was- observation. I usually don't get like that happy about writing a sim, but that was one where I was like, yeah. Yeah, no, that was yeah, good. That was, that was good. definitely good. <laughs> uh, you mentioned wedding orgies, uh, which I think the lead into that was something about um, everyone doing it in the aisle or something like that. Yeah. Uh, the hardest part of the Office mockumentary consider the moments the characters have to say or do things they would never want to say or do on camera. I remain convinced that this is the main issue this show has. Um, uh, he, yeah, because you always you always tackle that, which is well, in an he, interesting way. He is in a, in a position. <clears throat> Where he is breaking the law by using someone else's urine to do mm-hmm. a drug test, right? Like this, urine. this is this is this is a very serious thing, and yet 
He basically looks right at the cameras that are right outside of his window. Somehow he forgot he had a microphone on. I'm get, like, it's just, it's so dumb that people would be in again. Michael Scott is a pretty dumb character, but I'm just saying it's it's one yeah. of those things that makes well, the least sense in this show. Dumb. Yeah. Well, I always think that's something. I don't know. Maybe they do this. I wonder if they, do they ever actually have an episode where like somebody said they didn't do something and they were like, wait, hold on, let's go back to the camera because well, you would think you know, they like, would use that. I just don't remember yeah. it. Well, I know you said like doesn't it get because he didn't doesn't like uh, doesn't Pam like date a cameraman at one point or yes. something like the, that? The fi- yeah, in the final couple seasons, <laughs> she's kind of falling for a cameraman. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, that one ended with the, uh, you know what they say when you presume something, it makes a pre out of <laughs> <laughs> and the narrator getting upset and confused. Uh, enjoyed that as well. All right. Well, speaking of The Simpsons, double The Simpsons this week. We're moving on to uh, Last Exit to Springfield. Uh, this also a Dicer Watkins script. Jonathan and I writing on this one. What did you think about this episode? Jonathan, did you remember this one before we uh, like started working on I it? Don't, I don't really think I did. I mean, there might have... I. I mean, I'm sure I saw it because this was early enough. I mean, the first probably 10 seasons, I saw the majority of them at least. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure I saw this one, but but it definitely, it, it didn't ring a bell. Like there was nothing that I, I remembered. And you guys even, you and Chris both, because Chris shadowed this, uh, you guys had a couple of cents off because of like how quotable and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But like, yeah. I, I didn't remember the stuff. So yeah. I was kind of surprised. I wasn't surprised you and Chris did though, because you and Chris are... Huge Simpsons fan. I, so. I didn't remember it until I saw it. Um, yeah. And that is generally the case with The Simpsons because it all jumbles up. In fact, one of the sins I took off, which oh, yeah. is the which is the grandpa telling the story about the, and, you know, I wore an onion on my belt, as was yeah. the style at the times. Uh, like, all there's so much stuff that happens in this episode that has been um, gifed or memed or whatever that I, I, I really, I wasn't ready for how much was in this one. You know, it's a... Dental plan. Lisa needs braces. <laughs> Dental plan. Lisa needs braces. Oh my god, like, that goes on so long. <laughs> it's just like all that's and so yeah, I was really surprised at how much I knew from this one. And it's just again, Simpsons is just so impressive. Um, so yeah, it really is. Yeah, the dental plan thing. Oh my god, that was that was that was crazy. And that was just obviously yeah. that was one of those things where it's like you know, does it get funnier at one at any point? And I don't yeah. know. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kristen Shaw is a horse. Yeah, yeah. Um, Danae, you want to kick yes. us off with uh, some of the sins that you liked from this one? Sure, because I don't have any opinions about this episode in general anyway. So we'll just jump right into it. <laughs> um, I liked quite a bit about this one. The uh, show pretends that its characters will ever age. Um, and then pointing out that Lisa, Lisa would be 40 if they let her age. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. But I thought it was just a clever way of saying, because the, the lead-in was, um, here's Lisa today, and here's Lisa in when she's 11 and her mm-hmm. teeth are all messed up. So I thought that was just a kind of a clever way. There was somebody in the in the comments um, who mentioned, oh, so that makes Lisa a millennial. And then somebody was like, well, actually, Homer and Marge are the millennials now. And like, it just got me thinking about how like as the show <laughs> has progressed, they have had to change their generation which is such a weird mm-hmm. thing to think about because nobody's aging. And so even mm-hmm. though Homer and Marge may have started as kind of like baby boomers, they're now actually millennials. Yeah, so, but also, I mean, technically the show still exists in like 1989, right? I, I don't mean, think it, or, no, no, it doesn't. I, I, know, I know it doesn't. I mean, I know the way they're telling the stories it doesn't, but I mean, if they haven't aged, but they're doing kind of like the comic book thing where and right. I don't, I, there is a term for that, but because, you know, in comic books, people don't age the way, obviously, because you don't want to, you know. Right. Spider-Man would be like, you know, 
72 or whatever at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, you know. that's true. That's true. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, but I don't, I, but yeah, no, that, yeah, you're right. They've definitely it's changed just so generations. It's yeah. just, it's, it's a really interesting thing uh, to think about. I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah. So, yeah. Cause Lisa hey. and Bart would be what Gen Z or whatever they're, yeah, they'd be like Gen Z now. Yeah, totally. Or whatever they're calling that baby yeah. millennials. I can't remember what they're calling that now. So, yeah. Um, but I do have to ask before I go on, what's, oh, who has an issue with ping pong's balls? <laughs> that oh, was it wasn't me. me. That, that was me. That was Aaron. Yeah. So what's your problem with ping pong ball on the table then, Aaron? Listen, you never leave the ping pong ball on the table. It'll roll off. But it why? will roll off. It will get stepped on. Somebody will lose a toe. It'll get infected. Gangrene will set in. Like I'm just saying, or you'll it's lose just a recipe the... for disaster. Uh, I just thought you'd lose the ping pong ball. But yes. Okay. 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 Yep. It just, it sounded like it was something far worse than like your ping pong ball will be lost. It sounded like there was like oh, yeah. something this is else. What, see, there's this thing called artistic license, Danae. Right. Tell me, if you want, tell me if about you it. Take notes How do on I this. apply for one? So, Hold on. <laughs> so it's a license? So let me, is there let like me a... mansplain this to you. Okay. Okay. Um, so <laughs> no, it's just, it's a, it's a comedy bit, right? Like it's like, oh, what is that story? Um, you know, it just lets people's mind go yeah, wild. but sometimes so, it's a legit story. Sometimes so it is. In this I case, totally it is get not. the question. In this case, it is. So, so, yeah. so, so to apply for the license, you just you tell them I'm trying to be funny, and they're like, "Yep." Yeah. You go to <laughs> artistic.com. <laughs> no, listen, you never ever say I'm trying to be funny. That is you that is the worst possible thing. Funny. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> I am being funny. I w- I thought that there might be something here. Although when we had a ping pong table for a brief uh, time growing up, we had a huge open room because my dad had built this extension onto our house and there were, it was going to turn into, I think a bathroom and two rooms was the intention of it. So it was a very large, just open space. And we put a ping pong table in there while we were waiting to build the walls and do the rest of it, which mm-hmm. was a lot of fun and stepping on a ping pong ball and ruining the ping pong ball. That is, it's legit. That is serious. It's That's legit. legit. It is. But legit. there's always more ping pong balls. <laughs> is there? There is not. If I, I, I have definitely true. experienced going down to play ping pong and be like, where are the ping pong balls? Oh, they all have dents in them. They've all been yeah. stepped on at some point. Okay, okay. And, yeah. All right. So I just thought, I just wondered if there was something else. Or really, there. I don't know that I've ever really, oh, that's not true. Barrett used, I don't know, Barrett might still have one, but he used to have one uh, if he doesn't yeah. still. But uh, I, I have played ping pong. Yes. I really appreciate the um, calling a female honey and asking her to smile. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. We both um, wrote a sin on that. We did. We did. Yeah. I appreciate that. I felt seen. I felt like that was something that I would have written and I probably no, would have been pretty triggered while writing I've it. I've had people call my daughter that and I've like given them a look and stuff because I'm like, mm-hmm. don't call my daughter honey. Listen, I had a conversation with a friend of mine about masks and wearing masks in public. And um, they were asking me about, you know, do I like wearing masks? And I said, I said, I'm not pandemic aside. I love it. I'm like, why? And I said, because I don't have to smile. Nobody, yeah, nobody expects anything from me. It is the most fun I have had in a store in years because I can just walk in, get my stuff, and go, and not have to think about, not have to engage. Yeah, I mm-hmm. have that thing that it's trained inside of me. If someone looks at me, I'm supposed to smile back at them, and or having comments from strangers. Hey there, sweetheart. You're too pretty to be so sad. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't want to hear it. And at this point in time, I think I might snap if someone did it. So it's like a protection. I'm, I kind of love it. It's like a little barrier. Mm-hmm. And you, and after I said that, my uh, the person I was talking with, like, you know what? You're right. I love masks now too. I <laughs> I, I didn't have, realize I hadn't had to do that for a year. 
I have not gone out a lot during the pandemic because I'm a hermit anyway. Um, but when I have, I have noticed I, I have an instinct to smile at people when I catch people's eye or whatever. I just, you know, I do too. Mm-hmm. Especially I do too. because I think that comes from being large like I am and intimidating like I am naturally. Like if I or don't just smile, being a guy. Um, if I don't smile, it's like, you know, who is this mean, awful giant man coming towards me? Um, and so, but I have noticed out with the mask, like I will still do that and be like, why, why did I just do this? <laughs> like maybe they can see my eye. Maybe I'm smizing enough that they can see my eyes smiling, but, uh, I'll but tell yeah, you, no, so. this actually, which probably actually made me come look creepier. I don't know, but this started like, I know when I was in college and I always, like, I didn't want like. If I was walking to the library, it was like, you know, at night or whatever, and there was a woman in front of me, she would instinctively turn around, uh, which I totally get. Fuck, I turn around if I hear somebody behind me. And uh, I would smile. I just, I, I swear that's where it started. And then mm-hmm. I I feel like now that I think back about that, I'm like, God, that actually probably made it worse. Like, I, I know, probably should have just. Yeah, like it's, <laughs> now, now the, type, the type of smile great, is I important. <laughs> yeah. 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 The type, it, yeah, it's a, it's an art form, right? Like you don't turn and you're like, yeah. you just like a slow, <laughs> creepy, like, yeah. No, it's just like, I just, it's Keep, like, I'm trying to do a, I'm trying not to a smile. And yeah. I probably yeah. did the opposite. You know, yeah. yeah. The smile is uh, supposed to mean I'm I'm fine. I'm not da- I'm not a danger to you. But if you you like you open your eyes a little too wide I, or whatever, then it says something completely different. I so, love yeah. phones for that reason though, because I just I'm always looking at my phone or something. You know, if I'm so now that would be what you would do now, right? You would just so yeah. you know you wouldn't even be paying attention, and then it's like, well, that, who cares? But uh, you know, yeah. Uh, Danae, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, and I still so, smile behind the mask, and I'm sure that's ridiculous because how oh, would anybody I, I know? did it first. The first like month or so, I did, and then I realized I didn't have to, and it was just this freeing experience. But yeah. anyway, um, how does this dog poop cracked me up? And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then also, I believe there was a WWE uh, outtake again, and I went. I'm I'm betting it was Jonathan. No. Oh, wrong. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I know nothing to... about wrestling. <laughs> like, Aaron. Nothing. I don't remember. What did I do? I don't remember. It was that. the, um, it, it was, was the like there was two wrestlers, like a Hulk Hogan. Oh, yes. It was so thing. perfect. I had to do it. It was so yeah. perfect. Yeah. It was great. I was like, oh my gosh, here is WWE again. So I, yeah. I just assumed that it was Jonathan, but wow. No. I'm really glad I, you, I really I never glad, think about wrestling. I'm really glad it's you funny. liked the, uh, how does this dog poop? Um, <laughs> because I think I was channeling you, uh, when I, when I wrote that one. <laughs> Just really I, didn't simple, even like, no, I didn't even notice that dog. Like that's like you know when you're watching these things, it's that's why it's great we have multiple writers, right? Because yeah, like yeah. I never even really that dog just never caught my eye. So yeah, totally. I, that's great that we got a, a sin in there about it. Uh, Jonathan, what about you? Um, the sin is always as Carson Wentz uh, was one that Danae <laughs> mentioned that, uh, and I, I remember I just remember when Chris was shadowing. He was like, "Yes, love the Carson Wentz," and I don't remember <laughs> yes. why, but. <laughs> he was just like, I love the completely unnecessary Carson Wentz dig. <laughs> Poor Carson Wentz. Yeah. <laughs> but it was hilarious. Uh, Bane would be so disappointed in your shoddy work. I thought was mm-hmm. I thought was great. Because I, I had something there, but it was pretty simple. It was like something dumb, like incomplete pass or something like that. Yeah. And, um, and Aaron had something a lot more detailed, which was a lot better. And then that led to the Carson Wentz thing, of course. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and then just mentioning the skateboard, I, I thought that was pretty great. Uh, and then using the fact that the chalkboard's different every time as a mm-hmm. as a yeah, way I'd to never prove thought of that before. That it matters, like, <laughs> right? Like his his car should be so dented because every skateboard is from a yeah. different day, you yeah. know, because he's writing different things on the chalkboard. So yeah, 
the only other thing that nobody mentioned uh, that I had was contaminating the punch. That one made me laugh too, just for that some simplicity. Yeah. Uh, so well done on that one. All right, let's move on to music video sins. DJ Khaled, sorry, not sorry. Uh, what did you guys uh, think of the song? Is there? I don't know. Like I don't. I feel like the old guy now, though, because I'm like, there's no good music anymore. Because I swear <laughs> to God, terrible. the last like two months of music video sense. And I wore an onion on my belt, as was the style at the time. (laughs) Has made me concerned that we're just not going to have good music. No, there's actually been some really good albums released this year that I heard. But but these these hits that we've been covering uh, have not been great. Montero was the last time. And that that makes them a lot more settable. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about Lil Nas X. Yeah, um, that was the last one uh, I was kind of like, I'm impressed by this. Yeah, but uh, no, this is bad. Like in like this is so just. What it's is terrible. this? It's terrible. What, what is it though? Like what, I don't. What like, is it? What is what I is mean, comedy? There's a license they should have to apply this, for. And Barrett, yeah, and Barrett actually, uh, Barrett mentions this in the video, but it's kind of like I mean, I guess the kind of idea behind it is that you know we're rich and we can do whatever we you know, we don't care. That is it, and, and that's fine. But like I also feel like. But it's maybe so that's all they maybe that's all they have to talk about now. Like I mean, because you know, yeah. like you like listen to like Jay Z's like at that upper level at this point yeah. in their life where that's just that's all there is left. Because yeah. you had that you listen to like back to early Jay Z. It's it's like hard to remember that Jay Z was good at uh, at one point in his career because like the last like twenty years have not been great or the fifteen or whatever. But early aughts, late nineties, you know, he was killing it, and he had some interesting thoughts and stuff. Yeah. And now I think he's just and nothing against that. Good for him, man. I mean, he's got like an empire. Good for him. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I I don't want to hear his music anymore. I don't think because he, uh, he has nothing to talk about. Yeah. Speaking of, I should probably tell you what Barrett had to say about it, huh? Sure. What did Barrett oh, did have to say, say about this one? Something cool. Yeah, he said that DJ Khaled, Khaled mm-hmm. video is the most boring I have ever. <laughs> and then and then he pops back up and says it can suck a dick the end there you go thank you barrett thank you Thanks, barrett. barrett uh yeah i think it's terrible too i think it's a terrible song i don't like listening to it i think the lyrics are terrible I, it's just it's bad all around it deserves all the sins and kind of like i don't typically go for the it's kind of not um it's kind of insulting like at this time of mm-hmm. what's going on but like this one kind of feels that way. Like it feels a little inappropriate in a way that, that, you know, but I doubt most people care like insensitive. about that. Yeah. A little insensitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, and I honestly, like I, I do not care if you have money. Like, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not just disparaging them for making their, mo- their money and stuff. I mean, tell, good for them. Tell the but. people who have money where your only fans thing is. So they can <laughs> <Yeah>. Support you. <laughs> Yes, but um, but yeah, but I just don't get the point of like I don't know talking about having money and making that like a I don't know that just that seems weird. It's been a hip hop staple for a long time, Uh, you know, flashing cash, living the life. Like it just seems a lot more shallow in this one, though. For some reason, it does. I don't know what that is. Yeah, but I know what you're saying. No, you're absolutely right. There are plenty of hip hop songs that I enjoy that are all about the dollar, all about the bling. Yeah, totally. Uh, I'm never saying dollar like that again. I sounded so Thank ridiculous. You. No, that's, that's good. That's good. Uh, let's go into uh, the sins of this one. And I'll start us off on this one. Uh, you thought the flower scene from American Beauty was creepy. Uh, that made me laugh uh, when he's standing in front of the flowers. <laughs> uh, also, the, the May this Queen one. so ridiculous. Like the, I had forgotten about him in front of the flowers until you said that. 
the the May Queen one is also really funny. <laughs> uh, referencing Midsummer or Midsummer, however you want to say it. Uh, I thought that was funny. I uh, thought that's what that one referenced. Yeah. Having only seen it on the Sins video, I wasn't no. sure. I, I know, guess it's, it's funny that Danae does have knowledge of Midsummer, though. Like, yeah. even just though, barely, <laughs> though. It's a, I uh, know, but it, but it's but that you have any knowledge of it is great. It's a vocational <laughs> hazard. It's a vocational hazard of her job. Yeah, uh, let me see if I could recap that movie real quick. Okay, yes, recap of Midsummer by Danae Hughes. There are some friends. Mm-hmm. They go camping. Sure. And, and they meet a cult on yep. accident. Mm, not on accident. Not on accident, but continue. Guys, this is my recap. No, Thank oh, you. sorry. Oh, you don't want live commentary? <laughs> I can stop with the live you commentary. You don't want no, mansplaining no, I, about Midsummer. We're making it up on the fly. We're making it up on the fly. <clears throat> okay, so they meet up purposefully. Um, yes. The one who purposefully invited them is killed. Yes. Um, probably didn't expect that. Uh, surprise! There's period blood mixed and stuff. <laughs> yes. Also, death. Yes. Purposeful death. Yes. Because we're old now. And also, yes, murder death, yes, because th- that will help you lose your sanity. Hmm. Also, here's a bear. <laughs> yes. Look, you did it great. You did it great. Midsummer. Oh, and flowers. From, There's from, flowers from today. Hughes. Is okay. it not midsummer? Or do you it just is, hear it both no, ways? No, it, it's it's midsummer. It just it looks like midsummer to me, so I just say it that way. Yeah. No, I thought that's what it was. You know, until it yeah. came out and everybody was saying midsummer. Um, yeah, I think they were like, no, it's midsummer, even though it looks like midsummer. So I just anyhow. randomly learned. I don't know if, if you guys will remember who this is, but I called this actor Charlie Schlatter my whole life, and I just learned in the last week it's Charlie Schlatter. Oh, that's always fun. Oops. Yeah. I mean, I mean I've never met him, thankfully. Per- I've never talked to him friends. in person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's different. It makes it different. Yeah, it's totally different, Denny. Uh, I, I can't imagine if you called somebody the... I am called Denny on Twitch <laughs> so much. That's just like, I so would much. never, I would never, like, I wouldn't even, like, because Denny to Denny. me is D-E-N-N-Y. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get called Denny or Denis a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. But it's okay. See, Denis would be D. We're not best friends. K N E, which would be a great name. <laughs> Throw a K in there. Denis, where, where are you injured, Denis? Denis. Uh, I guess when you're a multi, when you're a multimillionaire, you can get away with rhyming B with B. Uh, yeah, also, that, that was great. also made me laugh uh, as well. Jonathan, why don't you get next? Uh, I had that one, and then I just. Um, the, <laughs> The fucking catchphrase doesn't bother me as much as DJ Khaled trying to pull up the sexually staring at a camera in a music video cliche. Uh-huh. And then, but I just love that he gave it all the sins. I, I just, yeah, I love that that was the that was the outcome of the sin total. It was just all the sins. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's fun when you can do something like that. <laughs> Denny, what did you have? Mic drop. Aaron Dicer. <laughs> <laughs> you mother. Did you do you remember the one time I tried to say um what how did I say it like. You son of a mother that I respect so much. Was that <laughs> yes. on Twitter? I don't remember what where that you? was, but it was hilarious. I what thought is it was that live. about though? No, I'm almost, you I thought it was, no, no, she was yeah, because I so she was just getting back at me. But yeah, at one time you were like, You son of a mother who I respect very, very much. Very much, and I would <laughs> never like, say anything. You realized in your brain that you knew my mom. <laughs> I, I, love, I love your mom so much. Yeah. Uh um the one that I wrote down is the multi billionaire you can get away with rhyming B with B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff right that there. That one made me laugh. Indeed. When I say laugh, I mean I did this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? Like, <laughs> Let's move on to Cinema Sins Resident Evil Afterlife. 
Uh, Guys, this is my favorite movie. I love Mila Jovovich so much. She's great. I, yeah. Um, fell in love with her with the, uh, you know, Fifth Element, mm-hmm. and so all the Resident Evil ones. I I just I love them so much. Do you yeah, really like Mila? Do you really like Mila though? Yeah. I love Mila, man. She's she's yeah. great. I there's a lot of things I love about her. She's just like, but I think it's Fifth Element being my first time seeing her. Mm-hmm. Because she played such a quirky character. Were you joking about the Resident Evil movies, or you? Have I've never them? seen them oh. before. So, yeah, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I had no. That's a, that's a lie. I have seen. I have seen them on TV, but not sitting down to watch them. More like a curiosity thing. Where this is the type of content. Maybe not the zombie stuff, but the wait. Is there a Resident Evil one where it's more like? Yes vampires and stuff it doesn't matter no. what you say the answer is yes there are so many Unicorns. resident evil <laughs> yes there are six <laughs> there are six movies i don't think one has vampires no i think it's always pretty much zombies but uh yeah. and zombie dogs and all kinds of stuff like that but uh um, i but think yeah i think i well then i saw the one that was about vampire stuff it was more vampire oh, and no medieval. she did no she was i know what you're talking about she was in a What's movie called ultraviolet Yes, oh, ultraviolet. That's right. Yes, yeah. and she. There are va- that is vampires. That also Maybe might that. be based on a video game, or it's based on a comic book or something. I don't, I don't know. Remember. It's not very good, but. Uh, no, maybe uh, I didn't. I don't think I've seen that one either. But that is kind of Resident Evil. Sim- it's kind of similar. Like, <gasps> yeah. oh, I bet I'm thinking about something else entire. Uh, like, the, anyway, Maybe, I, yeah. But either way, this is the kind of thing um, that I would pause on because of seeing Mila on screen. And then, you know, like the shooting and the evil and like going after guys and badass female. I would stop and, and she, watch. But she, this looked terrible. So I don't know that I would have she looks, that long. She looks amazing in this. Like, and I don't mean like, obviously she's gorgeous. I mean, she's a, she's a, was a supermodel, right? Or something. I don't know. But I, I feel like she was a model at one point. But, uh, but I mean, but she looks like she could just kick everybody's ass. Yeah. Superpowers or not, you know, like. Uh, she's the perfect fit for these movies. I kind of uh, uh, like these movies. I am not gonna lie. I'm thinking yeah. about Underworld. Underworld, yeah, but Underworld. that's Kate, Kate Beckinsale. So yeah. that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. It was also great. Um, uh, I don't know what's your what's your feeling on the res- what? Have you seen Resident Evil movies, Aaron? Oh yeah, I've seen all of them. Um, okay. I actually I actually kind of like these movies. Strangely enough, um, I, and I think Mila has a lot to do with it. Uh, I also yes. think these these movies just kind of know what they are, and they're not trying to do too much. Obviously. Um, and so you can kind of enjoy the ridiculousness of it. Uh, and they're not great. Listen, they're not great movies. They're bad. Movies. No, they're, they're, uh, they're at times yeah, terrible. There's movies. a couple that maybe get a little better than I, I mean. Yes, I, I agree. Yeah, Th- there are moments. Th- this series has moments, but um, yes. but I like this- it. I watch them. I have I have the box. I have the 4K box set of all the Resident Evil movies. So I have Blu-ray. Like, I don't 4K, but I have yeah. Blu-ray. So, set, but um. Before do, this job or after this job? After because this job. After this okay, job. Okay, okay, that's a little different. <laughs> but, that is um, a little different. That is a little different. <laughs> no, but I, I've I've seen them all when they came out, and then I've seen them all probably at least once or twice since. Um, this is one like I had a good time watching this. So I mean, it's not good, but I, like Danae, it probably is um, subjectively terrible, or is that yeah. objectively terrible? I, I never, I all always get that confused. But um, but I enjoy it mainly because of Mila, mainly because of her probably. Uh, but you know Kim Coates is kind of fun as one of the bad guys. And sure. I don't know. It's just it's sure. just it's uh, it, there's enough going on. I think Paul W. S. Anderson, in a weird way, even though he doesn't make great movies, is a little underrated because 
I, I think he knows exactly what kind of movie he wants to make and he mm-hmm. makes that movie. And maybe that's not, maybe that's more of a positive than people give it credit for because obviously yeah. his movies have fans, right? Sure. And, and, you know, and he's got a couple I like more than others, but uh, I don't know that I love anything he's done. But yeah. I'm always intrigued when I find out he's directing something, like yeah. when he's got a movie coming out. Uh, I did so. have this thought while I was watching it, um, which is, is it a sign that a movie is pretty terrible when we don't have to blur blood because it's so obviously not <laughs> blood? I wondered about that. Uh, there's like headshots <laughs> in this video, and I was like, we didn't even blur we that headshot. Blur I didn't think about like, that until you just said that. No, like, you know, whenever we do, like when we did like in the past, like when we did like uh, Saw movies, you know, like the yeah. last few Saw movies I was involved with, that was a lot of blood. I was like, oh my God. And we would have to cut sentence because... We once right. once we visually saw it, we realized we couldn't actually see anything on the screen because we had to blur so much. So yeah. we had to cut the sin. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm this, watching it going. This, we usually it was, it was we like usually whatever. blur all this stuff. Yeah, I just blurred cartoon butt on one of our upcoming <laughs> yeah, ones because we're just we being careful and we're blurring cartoon butt. And then it, and then now I'm watching this going. I just saw a headshot, but it wasn't because it yeah, was it, just like pixelated it, red that just kind of uh, yeah, pops up it, and yeah. goes. It's so unrealistic. It's so bad. Uh, so bad. There's not a yeah. We don't really have like a a firm rule, but it's, apparently. But on, <laughs> and maybe we should have. But maybe in our head, like you're saying, the way we weren't seeing it. Yeah, as it's just anything, so terrible. Yeah, 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 but I did, uh, but I, but I had a lot of fun sending this, and I had it was, you know, it, it was there was plenty of sends, obviously, and it was just it, and it's like an hour and a half, you know, it's real quick, it's all action from beginning to end. Yeah, um, so you know, and by the way, I haven't mentioned yet, this was uh, Atkinson Watkins uh, script, so Chris and Jonathan yes. writing on this yes. one. So, uh, what were some of uh, Chris's thoughts on Resident Evil Afterlife? Uh, Afterlife is the fourth of the Resident Evil movies. The most um, of the action is at a prison. I think the worst thing for me is this mysterious ship that is apparently sailing around picking up survivors of the zombie apocalypse. Surprise, surprise! Umbrella runs the ship and they wanted Alice to find it so they can kidnap her and control her. But for the whole movie, they know exactly where she is and never just take her. There's also some straight-up shenanigans involving an escape through an air conditioning duct that leads to a storm drain. It's dubious. They can even reach the duct. Dubious? That's what he said. Dubious. Much less go through it. It's a small duct that hangs straight down from the goddamn ceiling. One of the many cases of a movie showing you a thing, cutting away from it for about five minutes, and coming back hoping you won't notice how fucking ludicrous the air conditioning duct to a storm drain route is. And that is what he had to say about that. Nice. Nicely done. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I, think we're all kind of, you know, we, we're all aware how bad this movie is. Some of us just find ways to like it um, more than others, I guess. Uh, let's get into the sins. Uh, Jonathan wrote on this one. So, Danae, why don't you kick us off? What were uh, some of your, your favorite moments from this? Um, I liked the, as the zombie pandemic spreads, one thing they always do is politely turn out the lights on their way out. (laughs) Yes. Um, I also really like the, uh, wanting to see the documentary on how they hollowed out so much ground under Tokyo. That's one thing that I, I like, I like the creativity of that one in that there are a lot of movies where there's something underground and you just don't think about how did it even get there? Right. How is this created? And so. Yep. It kind of makes me go back to the ones that I've sinned 
and wonder why I didn't think of that already. I, I mm-hmm. guess seeing the 3D depiction of it underground helps to realize how ridiculous it is. Yeah. But for, uh, for example, um, the Sands of Time one that we did recently. Oh, Prince of Persia. Yeah, where there's the entire thing is just all underground. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so I like that one. The uh, Are you an actress? And then the, she says, I came to Hollywood to wait tables. <laughs> the sin is just so no then yeah, i love that i love that <laughs> so good that was perfect that was chris yeah that's perfect <laughs> like are you so why are you talking um <laughs> the uh outcast table at, and the popular kids table even during an apocalypse mm-hmm. yeah. yep um was great um there were several about the prison area um, but the one that was like, yeah, yeah, women getting wet is sexy and thrilling. But then you realize this is bathroom water, not just any bathroom water, prison bathroom water. How's that mm-hmm. boner working for you now? Um, yeah. That one came, I think, directly after one about all the different diseases that this person picks up by sliding on <laughs> oh, the yeah. wet ground, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. which was really fun. Uh, and then the last one I wrote down was the lead in for this one is I just want to go home is the person says it on screen. And the sin is Kim Coates speaks for their entire audience. Nice, nice. slam. Uh, I enjoyed based on, and then the laughing uh, at the based yeah. on thing for the video game. That was funny. Uh, everything in this shot looks so fake; it contradicts the cool thing it's trying to do. Is basically a summary of this movie, uh, <laughs> and I just I think that's amazing. Even when we were talking about not blurring the headshot, that's the point, right? Like it looks yeah. so fake that it completely contradicts you buying into it enough that it doesn't even matter. Um, and then the a serious man, single man, simple plan meltdown uh, mentioned uh, <laughs> is really great. Uh, waiting for roof dinner is a bunch of BS. Yeah, uh, that was that was dying when I read that in the script. Yeah, so good. Uh, to, and of course, I'm really digging this as a new running sin. Tom Cruise trained for this stunt, even though he wasn't in this movie, um, <laughs> which I'm really enjoying. Uh, movie can't even make a ceiling realistic. Uh, thank you. Enjoyed that. And fighting just got a whole lot sexier. Uh, I really enjoyed that one as well. Jonathan, nice. what about you? Um, I just I enjoyed the uh, this attack happened in the first thirty seconds, but the slow motion made it three minutes and twenty seconds. Because I mean <laughs> that op- that opening whole thing is just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, we've met you three times, Alice. You don't have to introduce yourself every time. Uh, and then I love the I think the um, the the bad guy at the beginning, he says, like, any more questions? And then it's just simply, did somebody ask a question? It's <laughs> like nobody actually <laughs> yeah. asked a question. Yeah. He just shot no. somebody. Totally. Um, and uh, man, I want a plane that shouts out terrible Ray Liotta movies. I wonder if there's an unlawful entry setting uh, mm-hmm. was, was pretty fun. Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah, it was. It was a really fun one to work on. The the. Nice. Uh, I didn't write it down, but the quarter scene, the the thing about he must have been fun on laundry day. Uh, mm-hmm. There was just there's a lot of stuff in there that was just a yeah. lot of fun, and I'm glad people are watching it and, and seem to be enjoying it based on the comments. So that's cool. Yep. Let's move on to a scanner darkly. Uh, this was a dicer share script. Myself and Barrett writing on this one. Did Barrett have anything to to say about scanner darkly? He sure did, and I have it so prepared directly in front of me right now. Um, here it is. A Scanner Darkly is a fascinating movie that I kind of love, but it's also gimmicky. I would I would have liked to see RDJ, Keanu, and Woody get it on when they were high on Substance D. Would have been more interesting, but there's a lot of subtext there that we obviously didn't touch on because this was a Sins video. Um, overall, a fun experiment that only works if you really want it to, which doesn't help me at all, Barrett. 
I was hoping that you would tell me what the hell was going on in this movie. Maybe. I can I can help a little bit with that okay, if you want. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, Jonathan, have you, have you not seen it? No, no, I did. I saw. I actually I read the book when I was like a. I think I was a. I think I was in high school because right. I I think I got like on a a, a Philip K. Dick uh, kick. I guess the Philip K. Dick, a Philip K. Dick quick kick. <laughs> uh, and uh, so I I remember really liking the book. I saw the movie once. I I think maybe I saw it in the theater, but around when it came out, never. Yeah. And just, just kind of, yeah. I the I I that the what do they call it again? The moto rotoscope animation, rotoscope yeah, animation. Yeah, because he did that and did Waking Life, which Waking Life I do think is a better movie than mm-hmm. this. But um, I, it's just it's it's I have a hard time watching that. It's just it's yeah. not visually appealing to me. So it isn't. It's 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 very strange, and it's. I think it's kind of beautiful, like artistic wise. Yeah, like there's absolutely. there's some interesting things about it. So, Danae, if 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 you're curious about the plot, we can talk about that too. But if you're curious about the visual style of the movie, it's it's just rotoscoping where they draw over actual film. So it's not technically no, animation. No, that's an Instagram filter. So. <laughs> yes. No, you're absolutely right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. It is very much like an Instagram filter. Yeah, in that in that kind well, of way. More so, like Snapchat, I guess. But yeah, yeah, probably. But yeah, I um, understood the stylist part. That the, the style of it. Is yeah. like, oh, this is an interesting. Well, I shouldn't say I understood that. I didn't know exactly what it was i made assumptions that it was you know live that was drawn over because there's it's kind of impossible that it would be anything else i don't know mm-hmm. um i'm more talking about just what the hell is this movie what's happening in this okay movie. what's interesting about this movie to me when i first watched it i think i liked it more because of how in, like how interesting it was and how like i felt about the you know the animation style or the rotoscoping mm-hmm. watching it again and watching it in detail you realize this is a big old movie of nothing now danae if you want to know what the plot is in this movie it's basically there's this drug and people are getting high on this drug and the, the, Keanu, the correct the and D. most of the movie is just people high on this drug doing weird things. Like this, and it's very talky. It's like high people in a room having weird conversations. But there is this actually really interesting plot that the movie doesn't really get into that has to do with where Substance D is coming from. And it just piles all that stuff in in the last 10 minutes. And so the last 10 minutes of this movie try to resolve this idea that the place that is doing the treatment for substance D is also the creator of substance D. Was so that's this a like unique big... idea at the time? I I don't know. I mean, I mean, you besides know, the create, like besides artistically how it looks, was it like a? I mean, oh, it was wow, based. What an I don't remember based... when the book. It was based on a book, so okay. I, don't, I don't remember when the book was written. It was a yeah, Philip the K. Book Dick. was definitely original. Like, it, okay. the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, like it. It wasn't like didn't feel the, as tropey. Um, okay. The guy who the wrote the book—it's a guy who wrote the books at like Total Recall and and uh, yeah, Blade he wrote Runner a lot of like weird, on. cool sci-fi kind of futuristic kind of stuff. So in um, general, like, did people enjoy this one? Oh, it just kind of flew, but nobody—it just—I don't know. I think it was pretty much under everybody's radar. And he, like nobody and watched this. Linklater had done another movie a year or two prior to this. No, it's maybe yeah. even. I don't remember when he did Waking Life, but that was another movie. And, and Waking Life also is really about nothing. It's just yeah. it's just kind of vignettes of people talking about life. Yeah. Uh, but it's also shot in this style. And so uh, the, dude, this was him trying a more narrative, but it but like Aaron said, it it ends up kind of not really being about anything. It's just that so. last ten minutes. Everything yeah, comes yeah. together in that last ten minutes, and I, I like I get it, but the movie itself is just full of verbose. 
you know, I feel like there was craziness. chatter like before it came out. There was definitely chatter. It's kind of like uh, there was a. This is not a movie that was shot this way, but just I was just thinking about visually like interesting things. Uh, Sky Captain of the World Tomorrow, right? Was yeah. a movie that I remember right before that came out. Like if you were a film person, like you and you went to film sites and stuff, there was so much talk about that movie before right? it got released. Yeah. And then it gets released and just no one cares. That and that that that's pretty much what happened with this one too because. And um, Sky Captain World Tomorrow is actually probably a pretty good comparison because there's not a whole lot going yeah. on in that movie either. No. That sounds it's, familiar. Sky it's just, Captain. Yeah, it's just people more concentrating on the visuals and, and stuff like that. And then, But like Aaron said, they do throw all that crap in at the last like 10 minutes. Well, so. in fact, oh, I know why it sounds familiar because Angelina is in it. Um, oh, yeah. In, f- yeah. in fact, Your that best last sin mm-hmm. where, where is, is meant to go over the entire plan of the movie. So if you really kind of yeah. want to know what the plot is, it's all in that last sin. That is basically it. Like, you know, their plan was somehow to get this Keanu Reeves character so addicted on this drug that he would get into one of the rehabilitations and then be assigned to Mm. go work in the fields where the drug was made and then somehow remember, even as messed up as he is, to bring his friends uh, a sample that somehow would prove something. Like, it just, it makes no sense. So, um, so yeah. I I just, I, I really... This is one of those movies that went down a lot in my estimation watching it closely because it's just not. So you well did done. remember liking it more when it came yeah, out. Yeah, I liked it more okay. when it came out, and I think I was just I was impressed by how unique it was and how interesting it oh, was. Yeah. And, the, and yeah. Robert Downey Jr. is fun. Like he's the way he's Always. performing this character is really fun. But um, mm-hmm. but man, the rewatch really brought this one down for me. Um, let's talk about the sins, uh, Jonathan. Why don't you kick us off? What do you got? Yeah, uh, <laughs> like the just the, the big laugh, like the ha ha ha, and then grace. <laughs> uh, the thing about insulin prices have increased almost tenfold since this yeah. movie came out. So yeah. it's the if part of the sentence that's the real sin, which is <laughs> yeah. so true. Yeah. Uh, and then I also had, uh, oh, I love the comment about the people sitting. So in the future, do people not have cervical spines? <laughs> that was and, one uh, of the ones I wrote down too. Oh, sorry. And, no. Uh, <gasps> How dare you apologize <laughs> for having and then great assuming, taste? Assuming your bicycle's gender was uh, was the last yeah. one. I have. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> you know you can assume the sexuality because it's right there in the name of the the, the device. It's a it's a bi. It, <laughs> uh, Danae, <laughs> no, nope. no, mm-mm, no, 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 no. what what did you have? I wrote down those, and I'll just throw this one out. Uh, have you ever been the only sober person in a room full of people conversing when they're high? It's awful, and yet mm-hmm. someone decided to make an entire movie about this experience. And that is it, yeah. I felt that deeply, having mm-hmm. been the only sober person in many rooms. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it, it's bad. <laughs> right, it's sweetie, bad. Give me your keys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, my turn then? Uh, the I, the charts, Sin, these two charts are completely illegible to this audience at this distance. I put together a better PowerPoint for my third grade presentation on variety of playground transmitted cooties and how to best avoid PTCs through practicing safe, safe sliding. I uh, wanted to mention that one. Uh, then, for instance, did you know he's the one? Uh, that one made me laugh <laughs> quite a bit. Uh, soda pop. You don't get to say both soda and pop in the modern soda pop wars. You have to pick one, you centrist enabler. Uh that one came from a very personal place. I never uh, thought about that until I read that sin because you do hear people say soda pop. Like sure, that is a sure. that is not uncommon. Sure. And I'd never thought about the fact that that's a combination of, 
you know, regions, really, right? Yeah. And regions coming together and compromise with soda <laughs> yeah, pop. Yeah, Aaron doesn't like it. people coming together. He's like, no, well, we're staying that, separate. Anyway. Yeah, well, that was that was the, what I really loved about writing that you one was on this, that side of the cafeteria. Was the, cent, the centrist enabler part because there is this idea yeah. in modern society where it's like, no, you're either with us or you're against us. You can't be talking about, you know, both things. Uh, anyways, so that's fun. It's no, it's like at least they're not saying like Dr. Pepper Coke or something like that would. Right. Yes, exactly. Uh, I had to mention the line in the movie is your sins will be read to you ceaselessly. And then Jeremy says, hey, look, it's me. I'm in a movie. <laughs> I love that one. Hey, it's me. Uh, and then I wanted also to talk about uh, the sin rotoscoped porn, the anti-boner. Um, another thing watching this one back in detail, I'll just I'll just leave it here. Uh, because you have to pause and look at everything in the background and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Um, that stuff is porn. Like it's like I like the MPA must not have a pause button, <laughs> like because it's pretty graphic stuff that's going on uh, in those rotoscoped screens. So I was just like going, oh, I had no idea that's what was happening back there. But it, it is pretty intense. Yeah, MPAA, they're always so consistent. So I'm <laughs> right, really yes. shocked. Yes. They're, they're, they're just like us and are blurring. They're very consistent. <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we take our cues from them. And then I'm. Uh, this may be the start of a new segment. I don't know, but I'm going to call it anger mismanagement. And this is a oh. sin that I wrote that made me very, very angry, even though it shouldn't. Uh, thank God. Thank God you said. I, I was afraid you were going to mention the granny porn. I was like, I don't want that to become a segment. No, 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 no. <laughs> There are just some times when you're writing, and tell me if you guys have experienced this too, where it's the simplest, stupidest thing, it's not a big deal, but you get so angry that they would make that mistake or do that thing. And in this case, it was the the sin about the unknown caller having 11.6%. And just I got so mad. <laughs> that was, that was, I was a like, great... what does that even mean? 11.6% <laughs> unknown? How is something a percentage of Man. unknown? It's either known <laughs> or unknown. Oh God! So, Aaron yeah. getting angry. Anger mismanagement uh, may be the new the new segment at some point on stuff I've written. I, I don't, don't know, but I don't know, man. Like I feel like I'm the only one that movies don't make angry ever. Like I <laughs> I get like I get like uh, like like that's dumb. But like I can't. Right. I don't know that I ever just get like it's so weird, mad. man. Just some yeah, things I mean, I'm just I like think of what you'd have to do. Thought of this? What idiot thought of this thing and thought, oh, let's just throw in 11.6 percent on the unknown. It's like that. I mean, that could be some detail from the book that they didn't explore, but I don't think so. Like, it didn't make any sense. It didn't what make if, any sense. Anyhow. What if they did it just to troll you yes. and it worked? <laughs> yes, exactly. You know? Yeah. This so, is for Aaron. Anyhow, that's, right. that's my anger mismanagement for this week. Uh, we'll see if that ever happens again. Uh, all right, let's move <laughs> on to keeping tab. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hey, podcast peeps. It's me again. Um... Mm-hmm. Those are my dogs. Mm-hmm. Those are my. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time I try to talk. Wow. Uh, is this how Aaron feels when we're? Mm. Okay, we're gonna try this. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash BTS. So go fill it out. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Ha ha! Oh, jeez. This is the most public yet of my many humiliations. We're just going to talk about something from putting together the, the stuff for the week uh, that, uh, that we had. Uh, Danae, why, first. Don't, why don't you start? I wrote on nothing. That is true. That is true. I thought uh, mine had been erased because, uh, but I just put it, I didn't put everything in the right order. That was yeah. good. Yeah. And mine's not that great, but. What is yours, Jonathan? Well, I mean, I did, I did, uh, you were talking about that sin about the, uh, uh, the woman, sli- uh, Allie Larder sliding on the floor. And I've talked about all the diseases and I don't remember why I was just like, I got to get a weird like monkey or something in there. I don't know. Like, I don't remember why I thought that, <laughs> but then I, so I did do some research and I, I, I learned a little bit about the Tamarin monkey, but I didn't, I didn't really use anything else. So that was kind of my, my research for the week. Yeah. But, um, but, but I did do, I had a couple of sins that didn't make the cut and they were just, Chris had stuff in there that was just, it was better, which is, sure. you know, that which is pretty much everything. Yeah, uh, we've but. all experienced that many, many times writing with Chris. Yes. But <laughs> the Paul W. Sanders, and, and also this joke's probably kind of old for a lot of people, but the for film fans, like the Paul W. Sanderson and the Paul Thomas Anderson, uh, di, you know, joke, it, that's just kind of a silly thing that, because they both probably started making movies around the same time. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's just kind of one of those funny things where they have to use their middle initials and all that stuff. And they make, like if there's not two directors that are more like polar opposite, it's probably Paul Thomas Anderson yeah. and Paul W. Then the, the Paul Andersons, yeah, the Paul Andersons <laughs> yeah. are very, very different from each other. Yeah, but I like to think they're like best friends and they just <laughs> hang out. Like, watch hey, you want to be in the Paul movies. Anderson Club? Yeah, I'll be in the Paul Anderson Club. <laughs> but uh, Paul W. Anderson, which we didn't even mention, married to uh, Mila uh, yeah. uh, Jovovich. That is correct. And, uh, that is yeah, correct. yeah. Uh, for a long, for quite a while, I think mm-hmm. I and watched them not be together anymore. At least she was in. Days. Uh, she was in that great uh, Showbiz Kids documentary on Showtime too. Um, yes. Mila was well, had uh, quite a bit to say in that too. So yeah, because yeah, she's been around for a while, and like uh, she was actually she was in this movie Cuffs uh, with Christian Slater, and this is just the difference in movie making out. And like she's not like full on nude or anything, I don't think, but because it's PG thirteen, but like. She's really young in that movie. She's like yeah. sixteen or seventeen, and she's kind of it. It's 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 weird. It's it's it, 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 it's, it's very icky going back and watching some of those yeah, older movies yeah. and how it's sexualized young females are. Today. Yeah, yeah, and, for sure. Um, and it's not like and she was, but she was playing, and she's actually playing an older person, which is kind of mm-hmm. weird. Like, yeah. 
she was like typically it's like it's a 16 or 17 year old but they're being played by a 25 year old which yeah. still doesn't make it any less icky in the grand scheme of things but but at least you can be like at least that's an adult and in this case you had like a 16 or 17 year old playing like a 19 or 20 year old then yeah. i don't know anyways yeah. whole other story but uh so i had a couple of sins i had a couple of kind of like i didn't do a running thing with the paul thomas anderson thing but i just had a couple of sins that referenced it and um one of the ones was I had one where Chris had the thing about the opening being so slow, the slow motion. Uh, his was way better, so we used his the three minutes and twenty seconds. But I mine was sending the us uh, was um, over ninety seconds later, and we're finally going to get to see this girl's face. God damn it, not Paul Thomas Anderson. What the fuck are you trying to accomplish with this intro? <laughs> yeah, it was my first one. And then shortly after that, uh, Paul Anderson has like this huge credit reveal. It's like the craziest thing. It's like it builds up. And then all of a sudden, it's just like Paul Anderson, you know, mm-hmm. directed by Paul Anderson. So on that, I wrote, I feel pretty confident in saying that the entirety of that pretentiously shot opening was so that Paul Anderson, who directed Death Race and not Boogie Nights, could give himself a killer credit reveal. And I think I kind of love him for it. So <laughs> Nice. Very nicely done. But uh, so they, I just thought I'd throw those out there because I just thought they were kind of fun. And I completely 100% they should not have made the cut. And, yeah. uh, but, uh, but they were just, I don't know. I, I enjoyed that whole Paul Thomas Anderson, Paul W. Anderson thing for some reason. That's always made me laugh and giggle. And like, mm-hmm. you, like Aaron said, create the Paul, T- Paul Anderson club. Yeah. The- get the Paul Anderson club going. Yeah. The uh, Paul Anderson club. I wanted to mention the, sorry. No, that is, <clears throat> that is not, uh, that is not I'm Paul sorry. Anderson. Nope. Uh, no, no. Just is popped out. Probably somebody named Bugsy. I'm thinking. Um, yeah, I, I, I wanted to mention the, uh, tow trucks in from Scanner Darkly, uh, the fact that the, the vehicle was somehow loaded backwards into that truck on a busy expressway, um, because I did do some, uh, just kind of research on, am I missing something? Like, is there some way that they do it this way? Because again, it was rotoscoped. So, you know, it, it probably was actually that way on the truck, but I'm just guessing they put it on there somewhere else um, because no there is no way to do that safely there's no way to back a car yeah. onto uh, a tow safely on on the side of the expressway so and then the other thing i wanted to mention was the insulin stuff uh we have a diabetic son uh, was diagnosed when he was 11 and so i noticed that stuff quite a bit uh, and i did do some research to make sure you know kind of the numbers and what insulin costs now and what it costs when a scanner darkly came out and yeah, it's ridiculous how much the price of insulin I, continues to go up. I didn't um, even think about that. How you yeah. that's a that's a thing that affects you personally. Yeah, it's a very or has, personal thing. Yeah. Very personal. In fact, yeah. there's the other the other thing in this video is at the end, and I think I saw somebody in the comments uh, ask the question. Uh, th- there's a an outtake of um, sure I forget what the name is. Yeah, you had your insulins or whatever. And that's that's in from a uh, a skit where a bunch of friends mistake a diabetic's insulin for like hard drugs, oh. and so they're like having like a, a confrontation of the, it's it's hilarious. But it's this group called Studio <laughs> C, and and somebody in the comments was like, "Did CinemaSins just reference family friendly sketch group Studio C?" <laughs> <laughs> it has like thirty likes on it. It's like everybody's like, "Okay, this is not a." Uh, kind of a, a thing we would expect, but uh, I love that when you can do an outtake yeah. that's kind of you know more zoomed into a piece of culture not a lot of people are familiar with. That's or awesome. Less people are so yeah. Studio C is funny. If you want to watch that skit, it's hilarious. Um, so anyhow, I wanted to mention that as well. Let's move on to the comment section. I want to know what you're thinking. I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. 
You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're going to take a look at the comments from the week. can be from a variety of places. Uh, we can look at the YouTube channel for those. We can look at Discord for those. We can pretty much look wherever we want. Uh, who wants to kick us off with the comments this week? Me. Okay, so. Danae, what do you got? Um, this one was um, from a, something that we didn't actually talk about, which is that we released the full season for WandaVision. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can watch the whole thing. Um, and I just want to go see kind of what the comments were like on that. So that's where I pulled mine from this week because I can. <laughs> <laughs> um, a Nintendo 360 writes, I know this is a mash of all the Sins episodes together, but the Sin that he still calls the actual live studio audience a laugh track bothers me. And because he'll never address it, it's a waste of my breath. LMAO. Well, let's talk about this. <laughs> let's do it. Um, we have gone back and forth many times about how to approach these. I thought it would be kind of a fun thing to talk about, uh, for the BTS fans, mm -hmm. because one of our ideas that would take a lot of time and effort is to and therefore release, will probably not happen. <laughs> it's just a timing thing. Like yeah. Maybe we can do it in the future, but right now I think it'd be really hard to do, especially because they're so long, like these mm -hmm. season recaps are so long is to, as you're watching the season recaps, to do something kind of was it pop up video yeah like pop up video like kind of pop thing up yeah video yeah with just <clears throat> comments that came in on those particular sins and then sort of in a text chat sort of style uh, address them so for example yeah now we know it's a live audience but the sin is still this and mm -hmm. kind of be able to sort of troll on another level like take it to another level. Right. Like I would be able to say uh, the truth, which is those sins, when we send when we send laugh tracks, we're not sinning whether it's live or not. We're sinning the idea the of idea using of laugh laughter track. to enhance things. It's more, so, like, yes. it's more like this live audience laughter makes me think of laugh track, which makes me think mm. of a sin. So it's sort of right. like that. Well, and so we could we could do those kinds of things. But as it stands now. Um, even with, for example, the Mandalorian, um, on that one, we could go back and we could That's like make a crazy laugh track. I don't know why they put a laugh track <laughs> in the Mandalorian, by the way. That's weird. Uh, I was thinking about, um, the Mac macaroon one, mm -hmm. macaron yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We could, we could kind of play into that a little bit. Right. We can correct ourselves or whatever. Yeah. Correct ourselves or further troll the audience right. or right. whatever. And and those are really fun ideas, and we are we do play around with that on the back end of stuff. But um, anyway, I just I like that this person kind of pointed it out and made me think of something that I could talk about with you guys. Yeah. The other one on that same video was Kayla Thurmond, who says I snorted way too hard at clam mandoing, um, <laughs> and so I just I actually made a comment on that one, like please check out behind the sins because it, we talk about the creation of that one, and that continues to be one of my most favorite sins of all time. Oh, nice, nice. Just because of the text message that you sent me, <laughs> right? Just completely just clamando out of nowhere. Just the word clamando. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit that's so good that is okay. that's amazing those are uh, the ones i picked today uh my comment section comes from the office video uh this was from chris who says the deleted scene shows the vance refrigeration guys throwing the joint on the ground in their way into work and this oh. is a response to the final sin like the question of you didn't even resolve where the actual joint yeah. came from yeah 
And there are so many people in the comments who are acting like this means it shouldn't have been a sin. And I read those comments and I go, this makes it more of a sin that there was actually an answer that you cut out of the show, like is even worse. Like, how's that the scene you cut out? Like you couldn't, right. you, could have, you could have trimmed like 10, 10 seconds from something else, like Jim doing impressions. Right, like maybe. right. There, there is also a little bit in the comments of people who are remembering that in the episode when it's not, but they probably yeah. saw the deleted scene somewhere. And so I can understand if it was in the episode and you're like, guys, you just totally missed that, but it's not in the episode and that's the sin. That's the whole point. Uh, so yeah, I wanted to mention that one. Um, Yep, those were that was my comment, uh, Jonathan. What's yours? I had like uh, I did like because I've never I don't think I've ever done the thread before, but I just I found this thread so entertaining on uh, Resident <laughs> Evil, and it was uh, just some guy without a mustache was the name of the user, and he said, "In periphery is peripheral vision not a thing in the Resident Evil universe?" He was quoting, he was saying what we mm -hmm. said in the thing, yeah, and then he said, "That's a valid question." And then down farther, Glendar JJ said, "When will you get a mustache?" Is a much more valid question. Because the guy's name, <laughs> yeah, and then and then Latiku, I'm gonna say, said just randomly said everyone has glaucoma, and uh, and then somebody and then Latiku replied, oh no, I'm sorry, then first name last name replied to that one and said that's why we smoke weed and play it so we can see. <laughs> so it was just kind of this funny like like and I I'm I mean I'm not gonna judge, but I I wonder if they were high as they were typing these things because it just like got funnier <laughs> yeah and weirder. Yeah. That's so much fun. That's so much fun. Uh, one I love more. the comments when they all start like getting crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, playing off each other. It's it's so fun. Uh, we're gonna add one more comment to the comment section this week because we have a live uh, audience. We figured we'd uh, we'd do one comment from them uh, this week and answer a question that the live audience has about this week's content. Danae, what do you got? Nice question comes from Apathy Nihilist, who says. Who had to talk Jeremy into quote unquote singing squirrel nut zippers? Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because I found that really interesting. So this was the um, the sentence for the Resident Evil video was Jeremy singing a squirrel nut zippers lyric, and I imagine what happened was this. Um, and I'm guessing this was uh, this would have been Chris, right, who wrote yeah, on this yeah, with you, Jonathan. I, I had no, yeah, I had no. Uh, involvement in in the sentencing so so here's here's the direct answer to your question chris except no one ever has to talk jeremy into singing <laughs> no <laughs> jeremy, no jeremy is he, more he, than... he, i i get the i mean i've never gotten the impression other than he enjoys it yeah he does. he does and i should say as a narrator on one of the channels i do too anytime you want me to zig something i'm totally game i think that's fun um but the the broader thing is i imagine what happened was chris thought of a sentence Mm -hmm. that went with a squirrel nut zipper song and because we don't like to use music in our videos mm. he then transitioned from well why don't we just have jeremy sing it and then we're not risking you know the copyright or whatever yeah yeah and it was it was it was something along those lines he he i don't think he he was just saying in the comments i remember when we were editing like i'm gonna get jeremy to do something and i i but i and then and then i saw the video afterwards so i was like oh okay cool but yeah. i forgot it was scroll nut zippers that he was that he was singing uh let's move on to beyond the six to infinity and beyond somewhere beyond my wild history to boldly go where no man has gone before we're each going to chat about something else from the world of pop culture that we've seen recently 
Jonathan, why don't you kick us off? What do you got? Uh, sure. I watched. Um, uh, I was telling Aaron because we were we were talking a little bit about Mitchell. Is it Mitchell and the Machines? Is that yeah? Uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines, yeah. or Mitchell's versus talking, the Machines, something like I'm that. I'm not talking about that because I haven't seen it. But yeah. I was telling him I watched a couple other movies that premiered last week instead. One of the movies I chose to watch instead was uh, on Amazon Prime. They released the new uh, Tom Clancy adaptation, Without Remorse, uh, which this was supposed to be a theatrical film that yeah. got affected by the pandemic. Amazon bought it, I believe. I believe that's what happened. I don't think maybe Amazon already had rights to it, but I do know it was going to go to the theater. It wasn't. Well, supposed it makes. To just go- I mean, it makes sense because yeah. they have the the Jack Ryan show too. It's possible, so- yeah, or that's why they bought it. But right. uh, but no, right. you're correct. And this is um, this is based on a Tom Clancy novel. Uh, it is. It is a character that has been involved in the Jack Ryan movies, uh, John Kelly. In fact, the movie adaptations of Patriot Games and Some of All Fears, I believe, I think those are the two. Or maybe it's Clear and Present Dangerous. I can't remember. A couple of the movies, the character of John Kelly is in them. Is in them, Um, yeah. But this is obviously, this is before all this, all that. This is a younger John Kelly. And in this movie, he is played by Michael B. Jordan, um, who is... Have you seen this, Aaron? I have. I have. Okay. Um, So... I've read this book a long time ago. I don't remember, probably around when it came out. And uh, I really, really like this book. This is one of my, I don't know that I've read everything by Tom Clancy, but I've read a decent amount. This is one of my favorites of his. I think Jeremy's a big fan of this book too. Um, And I really, I really, really don't care about like how much the adaptation, what they take from the, I mean, that really isn't a thing I bother, but I will say this is a very loose adaptation. Uh, So um, if you are a fan of the book and you're still going to watch this after I talk about it, uh, just don't be expecting like a, a true adaptation. Yeah. Which is yeah. totally fine. I I honestly don't care. That's not why, but I didn't like this movie like really at all. It's, it's um, pretty bad. It's it's yeah, a pretty bad it movie. It is. And yeah. you're like watching it. And I don't know if it's one of those things because you're like, it's Michael B. Jordan. He's There's great. Budget. And he's good. And but it's like the more you watch the movie, the more you start going like this isn't working like no at it's all. Boring. And like by the end of the movie, I kind of hated it. Like, yeah, I, mean, I was just you know? bored. I was so bored yeah. the entire time. And I think my my letterbox review, my one sentence review was yeah, it's very difficult to uh, make action this good in a movie this boring. Um, and, <laughs> and 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 that's it for me. The action is kind yeah. of incredible. There's some really interesting ideas here on the action, but the story. And what's going on is so cliche and, and boring and written by Taylor Sheridan. I know. That's I another know. thing about which Blows now mind, mind you, I think there's another writer on there too. So I don't know when he was involved or how much he, you know, did he come on later? Did he was he at the beginning and then right. he got rewritten? I wasn't really familiar with the director. So uh the directing is like okay, I guess. Like you said, the action's not very interesting. So yeah. uh but Michael B. Jordan's really good. But one thing I will say, though, like, and I read this in a review, I think it was on, I don't remember who reviewed it, but I think it might have been Odie Henderson, because it was on Roger Ebert's site. I think that's the name of that. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I could be wrong about that. But in that review, they talk about, there's this great scene early on, because I will say, I mean, this is right at the beginning. I mean, basically what happens is Michael B. Jordan is part of this team of operatives. Mm -hmm. Um, They go off, do an operation. When they get back, I don't remember how many months later or whatever it is or years, but, but some of them start getting killed. And uh, Michael B. Jordan ends up his wife his fa- his his wife gets killed. Does he have? A, I'm trying to does he have a kid too? She's or pregnant. She pregnant. She's pregnant. That's what yeah. it was. Okay, so that all happens at the beginning. So and then the plot just goes on from there, and it turns into like this really convoluted like conspiracy 
thriller that doesn't make a lot of sense and it it's so uninteresting like it's mm-hmm. like you're saying yeah. it's just not interesting at all yeah but there's a scene early on once all this happens there's this great emotional scene where michael b jordan is just breaking down is just feeling like just fucking everything you know about what's happened and it was it's great it's a i mean it's a great moment for him as an actor but as a moment in that movie you don't know anything about his wife. She is such just she is just such a plot point. Like that's all there is to her character. Oh, it's that, like, it is it is textbook like, fridging. It is it is yeah. just it is it is ridiculous how textbook this this movie is on yeah. revenge story, fridging, using the female. Like it's just yeah. it's bad. It's just really bad. It's just it's it's crazy. I will say this movie it also it felt oddly enough like it, it, I mean, like I said, the adapting thing, whatever, but I did think it was weird because a lot of the times it felt like it was almost like a loose adaptation of this Steven Seagal movie from the 90s called Hard to Kill, which yeah. was like it followed a lot of the same beats as Hard to Kill. I would highly recommend Hard to Kill over this, by the way. Uh, and there was also like even Lethal Weapon 2, like for, I got Lethal Weapon 2 vibes from it, too, uh, which was weird. But uh, both of those movies I would recommend over this one. There's also this really like the when they're killing the operatives. There's this one scene with all I'll say is it involves like a guy taking out the trash. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yes, it of course. It is one of the most brutal. <laughs> it's like, bad, it's yeah. not It's not gory, but it's just like. One, I was like, I, I just wanted to know, like, who decided that's how they should shoot that scene. Right. Um, yeah. And it was just, it was insane. But uh, no, this movie's terrible. Uh, the only thing I will say that was kind of interesting was that Kelly's superior, the, the operative superior who's kind of leading the team is a is a female and, and a, a, a black female too, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she is played by, yeah, she is because she's played by Jodie Turner-Smith and she's she's quite good. And I like that the movie doesn't even like focus on that at all. Like it's mm-hmm. just she's just the one in charge, right? Yeah. Uh, now her character isn't given much to do, so it doesn't really go anywhere. But I did think that was maybe the one thing I took from it, where I'm like, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I agree. Um, in a better movie, that would have been really cool. But uh, yeah. no, this movie's terrible. Like I, I have nothing really good to say about it other than Michael yeah. B. Jordan. But just go watch him in something else. Yeah, I would I would definitely recommend it uh, as or sorry not recommend yeah, yeah, it as, some, as something I mean, to check pretty, out. It's a hard warm for sure. Like, yeah, which it just doesn't make any sense. You're just like I don't know. It's Tom Clancy, Taylor Sheridan, Michael B. Jordan. It I mean, should work. Like, it should be at least decent. It and should. It's, it's really bad. <laughs> it it is really really and bad. People people do like it, so I might yeah. you know we might be in the minority. I don't know, but it's bad. <laughs> I agree. Today, what do you got for your uh, behind the scenes? Um, I'm going to talk about a movie that Aaron recommended my four-year-old watch. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, Listen, I'm done recommending movies for your child. It is never happening again. I don't I have know a, what happened I have a series so of text, badly. I have a series of text messages with pictures and video that show why, uh, why I will never do this again. two and a half hours to hear about what happened, so please. <laughs> um, I was told that um, Shaun the Sheep... Farmageddon would be an excellent movie for my child. And mm-hmm. I happen to agree that it's super fun. But unbeknownst to Aaron and myself, this movie scared the shit out of her. Like she. <laughs> you just. You never know. You never, you never know. know. You never know. Zootopia terrified my child. Oh, I, took yeah. my child I took Mackenzie to Zootopia. Now, she ended up really being a fan of it eventually. But when I took her to see it in the theater, yeah, she was not happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The the thing I didn't know about, um, I guess, is this a recurring thing for Sean the Sheep? There's no there's no talking. 
No, that's what it's uh, part of the beautiful thing. I is loved it. It's very much that that there's Wallace vocalizing, and feel. Yeah, but there's no yeah. words. I was so. going to say because there's no there's no talking to Wallace and Gromit either, right? Well, well, no, uh, uh, Wallace talks. Absolutely, oh, Wallace talks. Oh, that's right. But, yeah, you're right. But this you're is right. like it's all been Gromit. forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. So on this side of things, it's it's all just you know uttering. Uh, like different tones that Mm -hmm. indicate things like excitement or sadness or confusion, which is a really interesting thing. And I wondered as we got started, how long it would take Iris to even say anything about it. She's not brought it up yet. Um, Mm. So the first watch, there's a tension building aspect to this particular uh, iteration. Like, so Shaun the Sheep, which I've never watched. Is this, any, this is, is my this first the, time to see Shaun the Sheep. You said Farmageddon, right? So this yeah, is the, the second movie. Because yeah. there is a Shaun the Sheep movie too, right? Correct. Yeah, Correct. yeah. So I haven't seen that one. Uh, this is the first time I've watched anything. And so you can kind of probably pick up on the shenanigans of Shaun the Sheep and the, the farm situation. But in this particular one, there is an alien that comes to visit. And um, so there's this tension building that happens at the very beginning where the UFO lands and the music is kind of tense and there's scared faces, you know, on the screen and things like this. And then it kicks off into like farm world and she and I are loving it. We're laughing. There's a Frisbee that flies into the dog's mouth. That's just hilarious. <laughs> Half of the cookie falls. So there's like the, the rooster in the morning has a cup of coffee and then like the cookie falls into the coffee also apparently hilarious mm-hmm. and other things that she's just like really loving and then the, and i'm getting these text messages being like yes yes she's yeah. loving it it's great she's laughing having a good time let's yeah. talk about that so i Aaron's am proud of himself. literally I am, messaging yeah. Aaron pictures of us live <laughs> reacting to this <gasps> we're like excited we're smiling and things and then all of a sudden probably like the last half of the movie it just t- yeah. takes this turn so mm-hmm. in the movie there is a a woman that wants to find the aliens to essentially prove that she's right that aliens exist and she's just got this like she's really angry about it and there's this big machine that she drives and everything like this um but i forgot that angry faces are kind of a trigger for my 4 year old at this point uh. you know even with mom and dad like if we get upset and we really mm-hmm. start to emote she's she's really reacts to that and in every single thing she watches every single thing if there's an angry person, she wants to skip it. And sometimes she'll just jump up and run out of the room. And it's, uh, you know, a Mickey Mouse clubhouse and it's Clarabelle the cow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just like, get off the road. And she's just, it triggers her. Um, but that's pretty much this entire character for the rest of the movie is just really angry expressions, really intense music, really dark. And then there's like, they're chasing the alien and it, it doesn't let up. It kind of cuts away a few times to some other things, but it's all still tension building and she couldn't mm. catch a break on it. So I obviously was stopping the movie. We were talking about it. We were communicating about it. But I happened to capture a couple of moments with pictures of the exact moment when she was scared out of her little freaking mind. So I had to do some major like conversations and holding and she was mm-hmm. sobbing and shaking. And I hadn't had that oh, happen no. yet before of, of her watching something that traumatized her so deeply. But then, of course, the next day she's like, I want to watch Sean the Sheep Farm again. And I'm like, <laughs> that's the cool thing about kids, man. What? <laughs> you yeah. Do? Well, but that, we no, skipped a lot. Yeah. So. But there is there is something um, and I, do your thing. Skip it if you want to. But there is something about being a kid where you're learning how to process that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you do want to watch it again. I wouldn't be surprised if there's an instinct there in her 
that even for the traumatic quote unquote stuff, she wants to process through it again and know it's yeah. okay. Right. And so there's, so I, I remember that I had movies like that as a kid where oh, yeah. scary stuff happened in them, but I wanted to watch it again to, you know, experience, experience it, yeah. it and figure out like how I interact with that and to, you know, understand it more. And I mean, some, you know, there is something about it, you know, it's all, you know, there's something about the, the, you know, some people get, you know, endorphins and stuff from, you know, from getting sure, and, sure. or, or yeah. whatever or getting, you know, so sometimes that's a, that's an appeal, but I one don't think that things, sounds like that in this case, but I'm just saying yeah. that one happen. of the things I did with her was we, uh, uh we talked about angry faces and expression mm-hmm. and things. And, um, we played a game where she would tell me what expression to do. Uh, and she did, she wanted me to kind of make some scary ones. She's like, okay, now this time make it really scary, but only come this close to me. You know, she was laying down her mm-hmm. boundaries. Yeah. And so she goes, she go three, two, one, <gasps> just say boo. And I would go boo. And she's like, <laughs> ah! you know, so she was trying to process her emotions. And so she mm-hmm. is doing that with me for content. We'll see how that goes. I'm not going to shield her forever, but she's also Right. Just turned four. So she's yeah. still kind of, you know, in that very impressionable thing. All that aside, all the trauma aside, it was a really cute. I liked the messages of the movie, though. There's a, a recurring theme of a character or a person limiting what someone else can do for either safety reasons or sometimes for ridiculous reasons just to kind of keep control mm-hmm. of the sheep. So like the dog will tell the sheep, you can't do this, 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 this and this. Um and then the sheep ends up telling the alien, you can't do this and this. Uh, and then the characters are kind of realizing sometimes you'd have to sort of break the rules a little bit. Sometimes when you break those rules, there's consequences for it. So I thought that it was done really well. And I, I really loved the alien creature. Um, there's a couple of scenes that are just uh, adorable and fun. And I would recommend this uh, this movie. It was something that I actually really enjoyed good so, me, too. I, me too i've seen it i had to watch it by myself it's my fun. daughter my daughter for some reason she we watched the first one together and then i think she tried to watch some Wallace and Gromit with me for whatever reason she just doesn't really she doesn't like the visual of the mm-hmm. is it art the stop it's motion Arvin, right yeah yeah and i i dig stop motion so yeah uh, I, I which i guess it. you do too danae you're a big nightmare before christmas fan yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. so uh, I really like Ardman. And I hope this means that maybe Netflix is doing some stuff with them because I don't know. Maybe they didn't disappear, but it felt like they were gone for a while. But because I really loved uh, like Flushed Away and uh, the Wallace yeah. and Gromit movie. Curse Chicken Run. Rabbit. Chicken Run yeah. is great. Totally. For, yeah. Chicken Run's amazing. Uh, yeah. That, that was probably I, their biggest hit. I love yeah. I love seeing new mediums and new ways yeah. of storytelling. But. Like claymation and stop motion and all that kind of thing mm-hmm. is something that I've always watched. My mom and dad used to play this uh, video for my brother and I when we were little. What's it called? A claymation Christmas. It's super old. I don't even know if how I could even find it. Um, mm-hmm. But I loved it so much because it was so unique, and I loved also trying yeah. to create things in clay. Uh, so anyhow, I, I really experience... appreciated the uh, creation of this, the artwork of it, the storytelling yeah. of it. And that they can do it all with sound and not with conversation. Um, that was yeah. another part of it that I think is a really interesting thing to put in front of your child is a different way of absorbing entertainment, um, which is why I didn't want her to always watch puppets or just a cartoon because I want her to see people also. So I like what her watching things that have, you know, an interaction with a I mean, person needs, and a puppet so she can see today. we don't need people they help yeah. you learn language <laughs> 
Oh my I, gosh! Uh, some of the people in the live chat know what I was talking about. What with, was your uh, claymation what, Christmas? That's what amazing. What was your first experience with claymation, Aaron? Do you think it was like? I think for me, it was. It had to be Gumby. I mean, it yeah. had to be Gumby. Gumby. I remember that song. Gumby. <laughs> he once was a little green ball of clay. Gumby. <laughs> oh, you yeah. should see what Gumby could Pokey. do today. Gumby. He can walk into any book with his pony pal Pokey too. If you've got a heart, then Gumby's a part of you. Nicely do, 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 done. Do, do, do. Nicely and done. Then, and then also talk about traumatizing, but uh, Mr. Bill. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Mr. I Bill. never watched Mr. Bill. Well, it's like Saturday Night uh, Live sketches, I think. I, uh... I would also say Leica does great stuff, uh, you know, for stop motion. Uh, Kubo and yeah, the Two absolutely. Strings is is one of my favorites. But um, yeah, this movie. Two things I want to mention that haven't been mentioned. Number one, um, it is very vaudevillian in the way you're talking about. In that, like, there's this element of like Mr. Bean or um, yeah. you know, silent film. There's Chaplin. You know, a lot of this stuff is Chaplin esque, and that's really fun to see. And then the other thing that you're going to love about this movie, if if you're a movie lover, the references in this movie are all the time, nonstop. There's, you know, there's movie references and some of them are pretty subtle, but like, especially like sci-fi movies, futuristic movies, there's a lot of references going on here that are really fun and interesting. Yeah, uh, for sure. The kids might not even you know catch but that you know us movie lovers it's uh, will i mean so, i guess because yeah. it just went straight to netflix right but i it's it's so good it's yeah. be- i think it's better than the than the original sean the sheet movie which is it, also quite good but it is it is good and I, I do like farmageddon better i will also say there are two seasons of the tv show on netflix as well there's yep, a sean the sheet true. tv show yes uh, we did start watching that one as a follow-up because she wanted to see the movie again and wanted to see specific parts there's a couple parts that she mm-hmm. really loved and we just watched those particular ones and then it was suggested the tv show and we went and watched a couple of those episodes she was really enjoying it Good. So yeah, I would Very recommend nice. that. My Beyond the Sins this week is new Disney Plus content. Uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch debuted cool. this week um, on May the 4th. Be with you. Uh, as somebody who has loved the Filoni stuff, the Clone Wars stuff, what, what's really interesting about what he does is he almost redeems like some of the poorer parts of Star Wars. Like A lot of the Clone Wars stuff in many ways starts to really redeem the prequels. Like you start watching some of the the Clone Wars show and you're like all of a sudden the prequels become, you know, more interesting. And the same is true here. We are dealing with the section of Star Wars right after Order 66 is given out. And if you don't know what that is in Star Wars lore, that is the order from Palpatine for the clone troopers to kill all the Jedi. Um, you see this happen with it's the... Like, it's in Revenge of the Sith, right? It's in when the all... Sith, correct. Yeah. That happens in Revenge of the Sith when um, I think Obi-Wan is fighting Grievi- uh, Grievous, General Grievous. Um, so this takes place from there on and follows this group of mutated clone troopers who, because of their mutations, um, aren't susceptible to the direct orders from Palpatine. So they can kind of make up their own minds and do their own things. So they're only like... Interesting. Yeah, and so there's this group of them, and it's very much like a, um, oh, why does the, like a dirty dozen kind of thing where they kind of have their specialties and they, you know, they go do tasks and, and, and that. And I will say the first episode is basically a movie, it's 70 minutes long, and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, cool. I, I, I think the best Star Wars stuff is happening in these animated shows. I, I think that is where the most interesting exploration 
of this universe is happening right now. And um, I'm, I'm excited to see Disney Plus expand on that. Uh, Mandalorian is a step in that direction, obviously, and I think they're doing really great with it. Um, so, but they, they, they so butchered that final movie trilogy in the way it was produced. Uh, I actually think there's, there's things to like about those movies. There's ways to enjoy them, but the way it was produced was so butchered that it's nice to go back to these TV shows that are able to kind of live in the universe a little bit more and do some interesting things. So and hey, maybe, yeah. maybe we'll get some shows set around that time that yeah that sure. make those movies more interesting i i have heard that well, the I've, obi-wan I have not... show is yeah. gonna have to be right around there that's you know true what I mean? like so yeah totally i haven't seen clone wars i think i've seen maybe like maybe i watched the first episode when disney plus first popped on but i didn't watch anything and it wasn't because i didn't like it i just i i, read, I had time i didn't have time to mess with it or mm-hmm. whatever but um yeah. but i've heard that from so many people especially people that are really into star wars that that that, that show made them at least appreciate the prequels a little more not necessarily yeah, made the prequels totally. good but right. just made them more interesting to them yeah um and and i get it i mean if you're that i mean i'm not i'm just not the diehard, but I get that. Cause like with star Trek, I totally get that. Like I watch the stuff that I know is bad, but it's star Trek, right? It's, yeah. you know, there's always something I get out of it. And I think, so totally. I, I totally understand that, that mentality. Uh, but I would like to watch clone wars, but you, but you can obviously, you could watch this without having seen clone wars, right? Yes, I think so. Okay. Okay. Cool. I mean, once you know where it's at, I'm I mean, there, to check it out. There are some things, there's a character, there's a, a quote unquote cameo, I guess, in the first episode that that you'll know from Clone Wars if you've watched it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Jedi Padawan that's in in that first um, uh, scene. So yeah, there's stuff that Clone Wars will inform. And, and the Bad Batch is from Clone Wars. Like we meet them in Clone Wars. Like so, um, uh, so yeah. So this so, is kind of a sequel to Clone Wars in some ways. It's a spinoff. It's absolutely spin-offs. 100% okay. a Clone Wars sequel slash spinoff. Yeah, absolutely. Great. So there, okay, well, I'll go. check it out. Yeah, that is called man. The Bad Batch. Uh, so Bad Batch on Disney+, Plus, Shaun the Sheep, Farmageddon on Netflix, <laughs> and Without Remorse on Amazon Prime. We hit all the streamers today. Can I say, when you said you were going to do Disney Plus content, I was kind of hoping you were going to talk about that John Stamos uh uh, high school <laughs> basketball is it basketball i haven't watched it but yeah i know what, what you're talking about called? i, 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 I don't know it's, i don't remember it's like game something i don't know yeah. I, I was like oh my god please talk about the john stamos <laughs> please talk show. about john stamos please <laughs> well that's gonna do it for behind the scenes this week don't forget to make sure you are subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well if you've got anything you want to send us mail it to p.o box 881 Republic, Missouri, 65738. You can hang out with us on Twitter. I'm at Aaron Dicer. She is at Danae Says. D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S. And he is at Sam Loomis 13. So for Jonathan Watkins, Danae Hughes, a compacted piece of Butterfinger, and myself, we will see you next week. Happy Cough Drop Day. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to bts at cinemasins.com. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com slash BTS.
this is the wrong one. Why is there no one here? I'm uncomfortable. This makes me uncomfortable. I am so uncomfortable right there. You are my God. Why was I the first one here? Oh God. Uh, holy shirt, I'm the first one here from the team. I was, I am, I were. <laughs> Hi, good morning. Hi, good morning. Are you recording on your end? I am, but I haven't checked to see if it sounds like shit. Hold on. We're good. Good. Just wanted to make sure because we don't have the backup during our outtakes. Why? Because we oh. won't have backup until we go live. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Oh, man. No freaking pressure. I don't like that background. No, we're not using it. We'll oh, use phew. this one. I don't like that one either. Well, it'll look good once Jonathan's here. It'll look very good. It'll look very good. I mean, we can, uh, we can also use this one if you want, if you don't want the BTS-specific one. but I don't like that one either. What is your problem? Make your own <laughs> background then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like anything. I like nothing. It's really starting to feel like Black Widow is going to be like, all right, we're all going back to the movie. Like it re- When is that, though? Is that July? like July? Yeah. Yeah, yeah But July. there's a lot of stuff coming out before then. There is. I mean, there is. But yeah. that kind of feels like the one on the horizon where maybe theaters yeah, yeah, will yeah. release restrictions or at least change them. Or like I can see that one actually being well, the one. That, yeah, to be that like kind of, huge. Yeah, that is kind of a huge thing. The HBO Max thing is super interesting. Because yeah, the fact weird, that both Godzilla and Mortal Kombat had... I mean, at least Decent. for pandemic times. Yeah. Because yeah. Mortal Kombat made like $30 million, didn't sure it? Sure did. Sure did, yeah. I don't know that it would have done better than that. No. I, I, it's so weird. I, I don't know exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very strange. I, I love the fact that they're doing day and date release and still getting good box office. That's very yeah. exciting. And I think They have said they're not going to do it next year. Though. I know they, they have. have. I, I wonder yeah. if they'll change their mind, though. Well, they might do the Paramount thing, right? They might right. do the 45 days. 45 day thing. Which yeah. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, I probably, if I'm comfortable going back to the theater, I'm going to probably go see Quiet Place 2 in the theater. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of cool that if I wanted to, I could just wait 45 days and, you know, yeah. it'll be on Paramount Plus. I still think day and date is the best. But, um, but yeah, 45 days well, is better. I think Godzilla versus Kong would have made a lot more money. Probably. I mean, assuming that everybody was going to the theater. Yeah. Right. If it was it's a situation weird. where everybody's back in the theater, Mortal Kombat, I think, was probably about what it would have done, Yeah, is my guess. And there's lots to be told still. Who knows what the yeah. future holds? But it does, it does kind but of feel like we're a couple months away from... How do they factor in what they're making? Is it just keeping subscriptions? I mean, because I, I, it's just it's, it's such a... Like are they are they weighing whether or not they're gaining subscriptions whenever a new oh, movie sure. is released? And yeah, I'm sure they're doing all stats on all that kind of stuff, just trying to figure it out. Well, I saw a bunch of people were saying like not a bunch, but I mean a few people I follow like in Twitter. They were they announced that the you know uh, the Paranormal Activity movie was going to mm-hmm. be going straight to Paramount Plus, and I think in October or something. But somebody, all these people were like, oh, I I get to see what Paramount Plus is about that month, you know, because they're going to yeah. sign up and right. <laughs> I think Danae would love Mitchell, the Mitchells versus the Machines. Like, I think you would have so much fun with that movie. But, like, I can tell you that. And then just someday when you're browsing Netflix, you'll be like, what's this animated film? I wonder if that's fun. I haven't, and, I haven't watched that yet. I might watch that this weekend. It's really good, right? Your favorite thing that I do is when I'm like, oh, my God, I just watched something. And you're like, 
I, I told you about that like two years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm definitely drinking a Diet Dr. Pepper. You can you can depend on that unless like... Sometimes I'm like, was oh, it Coke? No, it's never. Not in my house. I mean, occasionally we have Pepsi. Occasionally. But that's just if like we got some for like my brother-in-law or something and he left it. You know, I, I, my wife doesn't drink sodas at it's all. It's an accidental my, situation. And, yeah, my daughter doesn't drink sodas. So yeah, if we end up with like a Coke, like which we haven't had people over, but like... When we've had people over in the past, maybe they bring a Coke or whatever. Uh, but yeah, for the last year, it's been almost exclusively Diet DP. Um, no, I was just going to say, unless a doctor one week tells me I'm not allowed to drink it ever again because I'll die, it's probably going to be what I'm drinking. Cause Makes sense. I that's had how a, I am, man. I had a Dr. Pepper uh, cream soda, Dr. Pepper. It was just like, oh, maybe oh. I'm going to start drinking pop again. I can't do cream soda. It was the best thing yeah. I've ever tasted. Cream soda makes me gag. I'm sorry for that. Because yeah, it's well, amazing. It is what it is. <laughs> Are you not a banana fan, Danae? Uh, it's just that in our house, they die rapidly. No, 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 oh, no. You told that's me not that. right. They die a slow death. They show us every day. Hey, hey, show me love now. It's now or never. You know Pears. what? I'll, hey, I'll cling on one more day for you. Pears and sometimes die a death at our house. Sometimes I'll take a banana and I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to save you. I'm going to put you in the refrigerator. And then the, it gets pushed to the back. And so then a week passes, and then I realize that that banana is now cold and black. All right. Well, I'm just going to use the 30-second countdown then. You guys ready? Let's do it. Yep. Here we go. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Ah! Oh, my God. I'm so nervous. Oh, my God. I'm sweating. Oh, my God. My pain medication. My heart. My heart medication. Oh, here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Oh, God. Oh my God, I'm okay. Get my hands up where people can see him. You have found your way behind, behind the sins. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the very first ever live recording of the podcast. Uh, mm -hmm. Wow, 13 people hanging out with us already. That's it's amazing. Crazy. <laughs> is this the first time? I guess it is. We've gone live, but we've during never recorded. Yes. Well, we went live. Right. We've gone live during the show. Um, we did the comments section that one we did time. a test. Correct. We oh, did yes. one of those like quick send out to our you know uh, Patreon members on Discord. Hey, yeah. we want to test this uh, kind of thing. But yeah, this is the first official. And you guys, you guys were lying to me there at the beginning. Said we were live, so I wouldn't like you know you know curse or <laughs> right. take my pants off. But <laughs> that's right. I, I got on to it. Uh, you are welcome to do either of those things on this podcast, uh, <laughs> but the second one only because your shoulders up. Uh, yeah. Just so, just so we're clear, I can't you're, stand you're, up not allowed, do it. you're not allowed to stand up and do the second one. Let's um, be even clearer and say that you are allowed to do that if it had already been done. If it had you already are not allowed happened. to do Correct. that. No yes. man. One thing you can be assured of, unless out of the bathroom, I always have pants on. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Danae, it's uh, usually cats that do the butthole cam, but uh, apparently your your dogs today uh, wanted to. Uh... Butthole cam with a puppy. <laughs> ah, na, 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 na. Butthole, butthole. <laughs> na, 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 butthole, butthole. <laughs> I've got the butthole song stuck in my head. I have to remember not to accidentally start singing that like around my daughter or something. Although she'll find it funny, so maybe I will. What was it that one time when your daughter popped in? I don't remember what I was saying. Oh but my it, god! It, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. <laughs> it, it was, was so awkward. You gonna continue doing puppy cam as we do the show, or do you want to shut no. it down now? Okay. All right. I 
I won't. I won't. I mean, no. These are the times. These are the times the live show will get to see where Jonathan and I just let Danae tire herself out, and then uh, and then we go on. <laughs> and then we go on with what we're doing. <laughs> that happens at least wrong. once or twice a, sh a show. So yeah, you're not wrong. J D, you guys ready? <laughs> yeah, I I I didn't realize you were talking to me. You never called me that in my life. So that nope, was interesting. nope, just made it up just right now. <laughs> Forevermore. Just made up, made up the first initial. I, I figured this cool thing out where I take the first initial of your name and oh, say no. it is your name. It's amazing. Uh, oh, it was already unclicked. Okay, 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 okay. Hello, hello, hello. Right there. That's good. I am yep. seeing so many people say my name, say my name, say my name, say my name. No, you can't. No, we get sued. To. Nope. No. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to get shut down. Copyright. <laughs> it's the outtakes. We'll just cut it out, right? <laughs> No, I mean, we, we're a live stream on YouTube right now. You know? Oh, my God. Do you think I sounded so good? Yeah, they would was, think that was the real absolutely. song? Yeah, I was like, oh my man, God, yeah. is there a child in here and does it belong to Destiny? Can we say ready to rumble or no? Can't do that. No. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's Denise. It's Denise's new tagline. Okie dokie. <laughs> Chris said, um, Afterlife is the fourth of the Resident Evil movies. Most of the action is at a prison. I think the worst thing for me is this mysterious ship that is... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> was that... I didn't mean to distract you. I figured it would be my own track, so it was fine. No, <laughs> it is fine. I can totally edit it out. I'm not sure why, no. why it got her. This happens every week, like two or three times. Jonathan opens a new, a new pop. Like, I don't understand what the problem is here. Okay, let me tell you what happened. I thought one of, the, one of you guys went, shh. Oh, <laughs> we were trying to shut you recording. I was like, <laughs> oh, nice. no. Am I going to, can I pull back together? Yeah. You can start over. Uh,. Afterlife is the fourth of the Shh. Resident Evil movie. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Aaron being a butt. <laughs> I apparently have an off button. <laughs> I have a I have a hack. It's, it is. <laughs> like if you do that, I'm you're just done. Stopped. You're just done. It's right, so instinctive, and I don't know Good where it know. comes from. My God, I promise no, I'm no, not the yeah. type of person who carries this on one more time. I promise you can you can uh -huh. go now. Sure. <laughs> I really don't believe you now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't either, and I'm gonna be so nervous because I have a totally different. Like I can't I, even see his face when I do this, I and usually that, <laughs> that means I can yeah. read it if he's about to do something. No, oh, I can got not. the thing over his I'm face. Not. Gotcha. I'm not. I'm not the guy that, that does that. Like where you try to get in the vehicle and you drive a little bit, and then they try oh again and you drive a little bit more. Like I just, it's not guy. funny to me. Like the first time is maybe funny, but the second or third I think time. I've done that to you. Before, <laughs> yeah, I think you have. Actually. I think you have. Yeah. I think we were going you on could, a trip. You, he could get started hurt. Driving. He could get oh, hurt no. today. I know. I know. Vehicles are not toys, Danae. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Okay, go ahead and tell us what Chris had to say. Okay. I can't. Okay, Afterlife is the fourth people movie. Most of the action is at a prison. I think the worst thing for... Today? Do you need some time? I just keep thinking you're going to do it. No, I'm not. I already told you. I, Man, I told you. live audience has got a gold mine of a first episode. Yeah, right? Okay, I know. I, I have to take, I have to take my headphones off. never loses it like this. 
No, it's Aaron does not usually fuck with me. And so That's it's really true. getting to me. I'm going to take my headphones off. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Final outtake time. Information for you. More of a uh, help us out if you want than an outtake. But um, we are going to do the second annual clip show. Uh, so if you have oh, yeah, yeah, some yeah. of your favorite oh. moments from the past year, anything episode 53 and on that you would like to hear highlighted some of your favorite parts, uh, all you got to do is email that to me. My email is very simple. It's Aaron at cinemasins.com. Aaron at cinemasins.com. Wait, why would you do that one? Don't we have one specifically made last time for I just this figured very that was, thing? Yes, but I just figured that was easier than trying to remember whatever the one from <laughs> last time was. Just email me. It's fine. Today's but what you'll like need to challenge I'm, accepted. I'm going to go look. <laughs> That's fine. We can give the other email address as well. But all you got to do is email either me or this other address that, that Danae finds. I'm, I'm with, looking, I'm looking. <laughs> with, the, with the moment that what? you loved and the episode number and timestamp so that we can find it. Um, so that's all you got to do. And we will compile those and uh, <laughs> we'll put a list together. So Danae, are you laughing because of all the different email addresses you've had to create over time? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I maybe I made it under Jonathan's because I don't see it under yours. Do you remember? Do you remember that you have one called your porn story? It's in a mysterious junk. So the, the email is best of BTS at cinemasins.com and that will go directly to Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that going to Jonathan if, I think if I'm the one putting them together? I think because when I made it, you were like, no, I don't want another email. And so I was like, okay, I'll give it to Jonathan. So I put yeah, it under but his. We did, I don't think we actually used that last but, time because I never got emails. But also, Jonathan, I just realized that you have one called... <laughs> anymore but you have one called help jonathan know how blankets work at <laughs> wait help jonathan what what was that help jonathan know how blankets work oh I, I don't remember that at all what was that about was that because i tripped oh i told that story right where i stepped up and i had that blanket on my yes, feet yeah. and i fell yeah no, I remember that because that was a very that was a great day because my wife mm -hmm. still brings that day up. You have another one uh, called "I'm Good" at cinemasins.com. <laughs> nice. Oh my god, we I haven't looked at these in a long time. That's amazing. Uh, That's but, amazing. But yes, so anyhow, yeah. please send your favorite Ooh. moments to either Aaron at cinemasins.com or what was it? <laughs> <laughs> Just send them to me. Just send them to Aaron at cinemasins.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 